Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, welcome to episode 172 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, July 8th, 2015, and my name is Dan Gorman. Whoa, I've never been called an adult before. I've been tried as one, but... (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and he's either doing solo charades or Tai Chi... Or both, if the answer is Tai Chi. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and is that a real poncho? I mean, is that a Mexican poncho, or is that a Sears Sears poncho? poncho. Hmm. No fooling. We have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us went and saw Terminator Genesis. Genesis. (laughs) Wow, one of us stayed at home and watched. Terminator Genesis. Yeah, one of us stayed at home. I hope they play Altered Beast. (laughs) (laughs) And watched Son of the Mask while Greg and I listened to a Veruca Salk album. Veruca Salt album. Salk? Salk. Uh, But also, at the end of the episode, I will be talking about an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 and 90210 Yeah Relay. Oh, yeah. And it's a good one. Uh, That's the best segment to talk about. Yeah. 90210. Yeah. Before we get to our tidbits, you can email us if you hear anything that you would like to chime in on at info at modernsuperior.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes, and you can tell all of your friends about us in the real life. Uh, we appreciate all life. of them. Uh, and if you don't have friends, tell a stranger. Yeah. yeah. Stop people on the street. Mm-hmm. And on the on the uh, topic of emails, shout out to Jennifer Varela yeah. uh, from Palestine. Uh, she sent us a wonderful, wonderful email. She was the recommender of Veruca Salt for a Punishment album mm-hmm. uh, and said that she was taking the Casey route here and has no idea what it will sound like and yeah. wants us to tell her. And also mentioned that she's in Israel slash Palestine for the summer doing research, and a part of her brain is melting every day from the heat, and so it puts her in the perfect mood for See You Next Wednesday tomfoolery. <laughs> it, which makes I her, it makes her just stupid enough yeah. to listen to, to See You Next yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, she's like, oh, I've been doing all this real smart work. I need to listen to fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, well, so we, keep... are, we are happy to make those fart jokes for you. Yeah. Yes. You seem to be doing much more important work than we have ever done. Yeah. Uh, so keep those coming. You can also comment on our fa- on our uh, Modern Superior posts at modernsuperior.com uh, on the show notes if you would like to talk to us. Uh, we got one I wanted to bring up from Matt Brown. Did you guys see this? No. Mm-hmm. Who's Matt Brown? Matt what? Brown commented on our Poltergeist slash Inside Out episode, and he said, 
he said, got to call out Casey's disappointment in regards to the presentation of the dad's brain in Inside Out. Not because I disagree with him on a utopian level, but in the real world, it was funny to hear a guy say, it's not okay to have a movie where a female character is a complex being and a man is one dimensional. That's not fair. From my standpoint, the cheap shot of the brain gags was the cat. Cats are wonderful. <laughs> uh, well, I well I will agree that cats are better than men. <laughs> I stand behind my disappointment. So throw all of your comments on uh, there as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, uh, there was a nice little Twitter exchange I had with uh, Matt Brown as well. I saw that. He popped in to uh, inform, because uh, we I had the uh, 902... Uh, 90210 episode last yeah. week. Yeah, 90210. Rebel. I remember. Ooh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. 90210. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, title, of course, "Rebel with the Cause," was yeah. uh, in reference to "Rebel Without a Cause" with the planetarium. Yeah. Yeah. Scenes in it. Uh, and I clearly he was confused because I think he's thinking of the uh, Paula Abdul video for Rush Rush <laughs> starring Paula Abdul and Keanu Reeves. I like that you linked that in that exchange. Yeah. <laughs> that ended the exchange. Yeah, yeah. No one talks to me after. If you want to shut someone up, give them a Paula Abdul video. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh. I, I usually use opposites attract with uh, MC Scat Cat. <laughs> oh, man. That's MC. me. That cat. MC Scat Cat yeah, former. He got a whole album out of it. Yeah. yeah. I gave you guys We've that album. We've heard that album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. I'd completely forgotten about uh, that. I I'll never forget. Eventually, we'll have we'll have referenced every album ever. <laughs> yeah. That album is your 9-11. Yeah. Never, never forget. Never forget. forget. <laughs> MC Scat Cat. Never forget. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> too soon. Uh, <laughs> too, soon for, too, soon. too soon for MC Scat Cat references. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. a little touchy still. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand. Uh, well, then now let's get fully into the tidbits. Oh, wait. Before we get into tidbits, uh, I just uh, want to do a really quick kidding. shout out and just say a big, huge thank you to uh, my good friends, uh, Nat Manzoko and uh, Tim Defoe, who came over to look at my baby the other day and brought me nice. a wonderful... Um, uh, like pasta and squash and bacon nice. uh, dish. People just bring you food. You have a baby, yeah. people bring you food. That's it's, amazing. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, but it was really delicious. We had it for uh, dinner that uh, that night. Very nice. nice. And so I just want to say a big thank you to you beautiful people. That is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I saw Tim Defoe on the weekend, too. He brought me no food. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to brag, but... Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, well, then I, now let's get into the tidbits. Yeah. yeah. How about okay. right inside our tidbits? Um, speaking of, actually, I did write down another uh, another listener. James Schultz said that he loves how big our tidbits have grown. Speaking of getting into the tidbits. <laughs> well, <yeah>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that was on uh, our show page as well. All right. But uh, so now let's get into the movie news, things Thanks that we have been watching. Thanks for looking at our tidbits. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got Screen Rant here. Oh. If there's any new new breaking music uh, movie news, yeah, Zack Snyder defends Man of Steel ending. Yeah, keep trying, buddy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, the ending, yeah. How about the whole thing? <laughs> He's yeah. like, look, I realize that the first two hours sucks, but the ending is good, you guys. <laughs> um, one of the things that I uh, saw that affected me the most, perked my in- interest the most, was Ava DuVernay saying that she did not want to do Black Panther right. after all, yeah. which was a big bummer because we had mentioned how cool that would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's a you know Marvel. Has a uh, uh, blueprint for everything, how it's going to work. And yeah, a very Marvel thing going on, and I don't think a director like that really wants to take their art and fit it into someone else's. Uh, I feel, isn't that sort of what what distanced uh, Edgar Wright from Ant Man? Yeah. Yes, absolutely, totally, and I get that. Yeah, although the trailers for Ant Man look very fun. Yeah, yeah it really and does. I'm look hearing like a lot buzz of fun. that it's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, oh yeah, I have no, really I have nice. no doubt that it's going to be a lot of fun, and yeah. and uh, but but yeah, I mean, the, it really doesn't seem like an Edgar Wright thing to do mm-hmm. to I fit feel, into yeah, somebody else's sort of little. It could have been, but I guess you know Marvel, they they have to have some sort of reign. Yeah, and I, he's a break free kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be an Edgar Wright movie. Yeah, yeah. you know. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. he anyway, and you know what, guys? <laughs> huh. Anyway, yeah. uh, Independence Day resurgence teaser attached to Terminator Genesis. I didn't see it. I did not see it either. But that must have been an American thing. I guess but so. I guess it's also. I saw it oddly. It was in the middle of Son of the Mask. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle. We're gonna sneak it in there. <laughs> um, another movie in a long running theme these days. That's like let's put a dumb word uh, on the end of a thing that no one will know about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, Terminator Genesis, back- Independence Day Resurgence. Like, why are they back doing that? I, I get it, but it's like, why don't you just call it Independence Day 2? Yeah. yeah, just give it a 2. That's Independence okay. Day again. And just like, or just more of the 90s. Yeah. Independence or day. Yeah. <laughs> Independence Day-er. <laughs> this is so day. <laughs> Independence this Night. This is super day. Independence yeah. Night. Independence Day 2, Independence Night. I can't wait for <laughs> Pulp Fiction 2. That's going to be sweet. Yeah. Can't wait for what? Pulp Fiction 2. Uh, <laughs> all the 90s. All of the 90s, yeah. all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Can't wait for Pump Up the Volume 211. The referencing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is going uh, on? Mm. Did you guys have anything uh, off the top of your mind while I scroll through Screen Rant? What, like news-wise? Yeah. This uh, is a bullshit week for news. There was nothing interesting except for... Well, the trailer for um, for uh, First Day of Camp. Oh, uh, well, yeah, well, that's, that's all I've been summer. watching all week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I could just watch that trailer over it's and over so again satisfying. because it's so funny. Yeah. Wet, Wet Hot, hot American summer. summer. Wet Hot American Summer. Prequel of the beginning of the uh, summer yeah. that yeah. the film covered the final day of. Right. Yeah, it's so great. So the film, back in 2001, everybody knows about this. You don't really have to uh, give them back. Uh, well, if you don't, well, I feel like a lot of people it don't was know a cult what thing, Wet Hot right? is. Fuck them. Yeah. I uh, remember when that movie came out on DVD, I went to like like Sun what was it, Sun Coat what's the one in Sunrise Records? Sunrise in yeah. Toronto. I was yeah. living in Peterborough still at the time, we're going to college. Uh, and I was home for the summer and I had to come to Toronto to find a place that that had it to buy it. And it was like fifty dollars on like bare bones DVD, Jesus. and I was like, oh, yeah, "But I'm doing it because I need, I need a <laughs> yeah. copy of this movie." I, yeah. I, I I overlooked it for ages in the video store because I didn't. It wasn't really marketed. So it, no one was famous in it. No, and so, they tried to make it like which is fun, a, which yeah. is funny because now everyone everyone in that movie is famous. But it was really just looked like. It, it's like a rehash, like, 80s, like sex comedy. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I don't know. Yeah. Which is weird. Which, which for for my money, I should have uh, rented that immediately. <laughs> but uh, no, but it had like a, a drawn cover, and it looked kind of cool. But it's like, yeah, how do you market a movie like that? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you go watch the theatrical trailers, you're like, well, I don't know yeah. if this is selling that movie right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. how do you? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's something where, like, especially like David Wayne's uh, uh, success is sort of mystifying to me because he's. You just have to be immersed in his sense of humor for a mm-hmm. while to kind of go yeah. like, oh, that's why this is so brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, a trailer can never like e- even the trailers for like role models and stuff like that. They never really do the the movies. No, justice. no, that movie's pretty fucking. That's good. a good oh, movie. Oh god, like role models. Great. <laughs> and I even thought uh, I, I thought was so surprised that I liked it so much. <laughs> oh my god, role it's models! So funny. I yeah. fucking love that yeah, movie. Yeah, it's totally. great. And it, that that was like the the final nail in the I don't care for Sean William Scott coffin. And now I'm like, okay, well now that guy is the fucking. <laughs> Best. Yeah, yeah. He's I thought he so was great funny. in that. That's where I think totally. I was coming around. Yeah, him. yeah, me too. That's, I thought he was pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's where I sort of was like, oh, okay, this mm-hmm. guy's. There's and something. then Goon happened, and right. like, he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like the trailer for First Day of Camp was like, 
you guys still kind of like I think like I saw the trailer and was like this is going to be funny I can tell but I was like but I feel like you guys are a little confused like just show all the people and a couple wacky things yeah. I don't know if it's selling it because I feel like they are well, kind of definitely having... will sell it to people who know what's yeah. going on yeah. I laughed oh, yeah, like a absolutely. bastard through the whole thing I've seen the trailer like yeah. a dozen times now <laughs> and they, they, like, they the best part things. is when Paul Rudd jumps oh, off, my of God. The, uh, off of Paul the motorcycle Rudd entrance. amazing yeah. it's so weird uh, here who beeped who beeped <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he says "long greasy dick." <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. Um, I, it blows my mind how how funny Paul Rudd is now. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So oh yeah. So for people who don't know, basically the film takes place over the last day of camp. Um, it, it was made in two thousand one. This is uh, however many years later it is from 2001. 14? <laughs> uh, thank you. And uh, yeah, so everyone's back and everyone's older and fatter, but yeah. this is like a People who are to already that. too old to be playing the roles that they were in 2001. Yeah. 2001 <laughs> are now old and puffy and are playing are, are playing the same characters from the beginning of that summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, I God, I can't wait. I and plus, I mean, they've added like John Hamm is in there now. They've added uh, literally Wig every looks person fucking, you would ever yeah, think Wig. is funny. Yeah. And Weird I, Al Yankovic, we, yeah, yeah, I, John Benjamin, yeah, uh, yeah Michael which, Sarah. which I I'm interested to see uh, uh, H John Benjamin. H, H John Benjamin in it. Like, are they going to make allusions to his? To the original character well, that man, he played, I, I saw that will he be like, the physical embodiment of a cannabis? Is he going yeah, yeah, to wind up? And <laughs> yeah, is he going to start as a man and then and at some point there's like a curse and he gets yeah. turned? Like, uh, yeah, I hope so. That's I really I hope. hope something happens yeah. with that. Because <laughs> when I saw him, I thought that too. I was like, how are they going to do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or is he just like a, a new guy or something? I don't know. But yeah, like Jordan Peele is in the new one. I always like him. Mm. I think he's he's hilarious on uh, Children's Hospital. Yeah, so check out that trailer. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. What trailers did you see when you saw Terminator? Greg? I'm trying to remember. And I like saw nothing. Uh, did you see No Escape with uh, um, Owen Wilson? Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of watched that and I was like, this looks pretty. This yeah, looks pretty good. It looks all right. I saw, <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw a trailer for it online a little while ago, and this one was longer. And uh, I mean, it looks like a movie that they don't make anymore, and no, now they're no, making no. them again. <laughs> and I, I, I hope it's good, and it, it could be interesting. Yeah, and so it's it's a deadly serious movie with yeah. uh, Owen Wilson. So for the Lake listeners, Bell plays his wife in it, and at the end of the tra- right at the end of the trailer, Athena's like she hasn't said anything in this trailer. <laughs> yeah. oh, she's just like reacting to Owen Wilson. It looks like a time over. capsule movie. Yeah, yeah, it's about like Owen Wilson and his family uh, move overseas. Uh, and they find themselves caught in the middle of like uh, ten- like tension in another country, yeah, social uprising. Yeah, and yeah. so it's oh. it's it looks kind of like um what, what was the one on the, with the tsunami? The impossible. The impossible. It's like a family in trouble in a situation, and yeah. but, but this is a more of a political sort of uprising yeah, violent situation. Violent guns, kind of situation. Yeah. And so the whole movie is basically like Owen Wilson running around trying to get his family back, and Pierce Brosnan's trying to help him out. Yeah. Oh. But it looks like I was like, this looks pretty. This looks pretty cool. Yeah, this looks yeah. pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, deadly serious. Yeah. It sounds really boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the, the trailer is so like much running, going running on. around, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and throwing. Okay, kids imagine off everything that I've just described running. <laughs> but picture at the end of the trailer, Owen Wilson throws his kid off of a building to another building because his wife's going to catch her on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well I'm in. Yeah, 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 it's like looks crazy. Myers and I were just doing that this afternoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go up to the roof. <laughs> <It's been. laughs> well, she dared me, and I was uh, like, 
can too. Although uh, I just checked now, written and I or, or directed by the person who uh, wrote Quarantine, Quarantine Two, uh, and a bunch of other sort of um, uh, found footage kind of movies. Did they make so how many quarantine? Because there's the wreck. Yeah, and movies, Quarantine and was like the remake. Five of those. Quarantine's the I remake. Think there's just two. Just the two. I think so. People were like, we don't know. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> there may. I, I don't that, know. That, there that could have been a third. With, uh, Jennifer Jennifer Carpenter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw the first one. I heard it was all right. Mm. Watch Wreck. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like better. it. It was one of those like, why bother? The other, it, it's there still. Yeah. It's basically like, I the same movie. I thought quarantine was all right when I saw it. Then I watched Wreck, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> How are we spelling Wreck? R-E-C. R-E-C. Like, oh, okay. Like, then, yeah. Then I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about it last time, but Robert Downey Jr.'s Pinocchio being rewritten by P.T. Anderson yeah. and possibly directed. Yeah. What? It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. That makes me also go. What? <laughs> Although I am kind of like, what? <laughs> like, I'm interested. Well, first I was like, what? And then I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. And then like, I couldn't hear it and I was like, what? <laughs> no, really. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Headline on my computer? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear the word. And eventually I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've here. covered all the bases on reactions. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I think we did it, guys. Amazing. Um, no, yeah, I'm kind of like, oh, interesting. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine what that's going to be like or yeah. why they're going to do it. No, true. All of this seems totally unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Is of, it just like we're all like Robert Downey Jr. wants to do this, and so he's like making it happen because yeah, he yeah. can make anything happen? Yeah, yeah. So. is it one of those? It seems like it. Okay, but it's but. Why? Like, it, yeah. it also doesn't seem like P.T. Anderson is somebody who Robert Downey Jr. calls him up and goes, do this thing. And he goes, whatever you say. <laughs> like, I feel like there must be a very specific vision yeah. behind it for, for those two people to go like. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They may, it must have some, some. Is it a twist or something? Because I yeah, have literally it, no interest in anything to do with this. Is it yeah. a dark, gritty take? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, have, I don't know if I want. Uh, even that even. I don't give a fuck unless unless it's like a wacky comedy yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a, if it's like a Dr. Giggles kind of movie I'm you know I can be down for that if Pinocchio cuts himself out of the body at the end yeah, of the movie yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. P.T. Anderson presents Dr. Giggles <laughs> I would watch that yeah. oh in a heartbeat I love both of those Pinocchio's things on their own running around <laughs> killing everybody with his nose and he's got catchphrases yeah. and stuff yeah. you know his well, nose has got to grow like he's got to lie to make it grow he'd come up to your face and be like I promise I won't kill you <laughs> in your eye, huh? oh, Pinocchio. That's what still played by Larry Drake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If Larry Drake is Pinocchio, oh, I'm so in. that's we'll what Pinocchio's revenge should have been. Why you ever see that? Yeah. What? What? Oh, yeah. That is a thing. That's isn't a it? movie. Is that, is that how that works? It's like Does a he lie to kill it's, you. It's is a it, nine. There's a '90s horror movie called Pinocchio's Revenge. The, the only up. time I, the only thing I remember from it is that he. Right. He like shoves somebody in front of a car by putting like a broomstick into their into their bike tire, and they flip in front of like a bus and get hit or something. Pinocchio does that. Yeah, he uses it's a like broomstick? a killer doll movie. His what? nose is a broom. Like, do you do the? Do you yeah. gotta thing? use the. I'm looking it up right now. It's, it's it was a part of the glut of movies that came post Child's Play. So it was like right. Pinocchio's Revenge, uh, Mommy's Dear, Mommy Dear. Oh, I've mom, seen this cover before. Dolly yeah, Mommy. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. You've seen that. Yeah, screaming face. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's Holy I... shit, that's one of those movies that I would see in Blockbuster and be yeah. like, I gotta see that. I gotta totally. rent that someday. 
Yeah, there was one that was uh, had like a girl doll and it had ripped torn in it. And I can't remember. It was like mommy's something. Mommy something. Yeah. Anyway, mommy's killer doll movies. That mommy was a thing. something starring ripped, ripped torn. Jesus Christ, Frank. <laughs> Frank is uh, being a dick. Really trying to yeah, eat. Yeah, he's like this. This whole <laughs> Get out of here, buddy. Yeah. He's very sweet to the baby. Uh, but he's probably he's, he's like he hasn't been mentioned on the show in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, like hey, guys. I used to be part of this. <laughs> uh, you guys used to remember when you thought this was cute? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tack your balls. You'll find it hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm still big. It's the podcast that got small. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, should we get into what we've been watching then? I think uh, so. Yeah, I don't think there's any of the news that I feel like talking about all right Alrighty. casey you've been watching stuff uh yeah well just real quickly i have still i've been showing um myos more of the classics yeah, yeah. so yeah. uh uh so i showed her goonies and oh. uh, just a debatable flash, classic. goonies is still the best yeah uh, now there's a lot of uh i like the goonies but i am not opinions now yeah, on the goonies I'm i just grew us. up with my whole life being like yeah the goonies fucking rule yeah and everyone's like yeah but now a lot of people are like, hey, listen, the Goonies is terrible. Yeah, and you, I'm like, you know, what, you know, what I, happened? I, I what those what those people in aren't taking into account is that they're wrong. <laughs> now, well, see, I am somebody who grew up with Monster Squad, right? And yeah. only Monster Squad, right? So when I did get around to seeing Goonies in like late high school, oh, I was yeah. kind of like, I like this just fine. It's kind of annoying sometimes. I understand right. the love for it, but I, I am somebody that is also kind of like, but I have a lot of flaws with it. Well, it's got a great number of flaws. <laughs> yeah. It's extremely stupid. And I do, I it, I side with Matthew Price that it's a movie where everyone just yells at each other and nobody listens, and that grates on me a little. Not as much as him, because he hates it for that, but I'm like, yeah. I understand where you're I coming from. I think it's from. wonderful for that. I, yeah, like I adore that movie so much, but I saw it, when I, I saw it in theaters when I was a kid yeah. over yeah, and over and over. Too. And, and then, then it came out in video, so I watched it over, over and over and over, over and over. And I love the music and the fucking the opening, you know, chase the the. I love that opening chase. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Vertelli's, uh, yeah, on the beach and stuff like that. And yeah. Chunk watching them and splashing his stuff all over the window. That's so what it's like. It's <laughs> the fucking best, and it gives you a good sense of their little town. Yeah. And everything culminates on the beach where everything happens at once, where they yeah. find the kids and they get the jewels and. They get the Fratellis, and also they are going to foreclose on the house yeah. that morning on the beach, yeah. <laughs> which is great. But yeah, look, it's entirely dumb, but it's a movie where, like, I I dare say you would be hard-pressed to find a movie like that today where kids have such defined characters. Now, they're mm. very basic characters yeah. where, you know, Data is just a kid who's good with gadgets and stuff, and, you know... Chunk is a, is a fatty. <laughs> He's um, got the truffle shuffle. Though. Yeah, like I, I listen, don't know, man. The, the scene with him where they're trying to get him to confess. It was like, well, you're going to tell him. Oh, what, what do you want me to tell you? Everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, when I was in second grade. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's funny, straight it's fucking hilarious. true. hilarious. And then Robert really Daffy is fucking great. Yeah. I think I'm beginning to like this yeah. kid. <laughs> Kills me. It makes me laugh every fucking time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So everyone is wrong. That movie's great. <laughs> uh, so, so inadvertently, because I've been showing Myos the classics, yeah. we had sort of an inadvertent... Um, Corey Feldman. Uh, oh, really? Sure, sure. Yeah. So because we went from that to Gremlins. to drive. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just watched Places to Drive eight times. <laughs> um, oh, man, Gremlins, though. Yeah, yeah we, went, we went to Gremlins, and uh, I haven't seen Gremlins in the longest time, oh, and, and Gremlins is another one of those movies that I watched a, a billion times when I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, and then when I found out they were remaking it, I was like, no, don't remake Gremlins. Come on, Gremlins, Gremlins. And then I watched Gremlins, and I'm like, 
Oh, this movie's not that great. Really? Oh, see, I totally just... Oh, oh really? We're you're different on this. Gremlins is I think great. Gremlins is like so almost like it's, it's just a fucking phenomenal. It's a lot of yeah. fun. And again, for my for my like childhood kind of viewing, I, I'm willing to forgive all the mistakes, but I'm sitting there watching it and I'm just like, this is just a bunch of stuff that happens. But I feel yeah, like that awesome for stuff me, happening that's what in a great order. Is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it is. It's it's. Great stuff that happens, but it is a fucking shaggy dog movie. But I think I, Goonies is a I fucking shaggy dog movie. I, I just think Goonies has a lot more charm. I guess. Because uh, Gremlins just has uh, Zach Calligan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I For me, Goonies is, is, is so Gremlins just... could be renamed Billy Pelter's a fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kid sucks. Yeah, I know. He screws up all constantly. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you know what? It and, works. And I don't know what Phoebe Cage sees in him. And he's one of those guys who, well, I mean... Uh, it's really, uh, you know, Gizmo who saves the day. Yeah. So basically, that whole movie could have uh, happened. Well, it couldn't have happened without Billy Pelter because he's the one who fucks up the town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that kid sucks. I well, don't know. Corey I've... Feldman, actually. Corey Feldman spills the water on Gizmo the first time. Okay, yeah. He he spills the water, but they, they would have still remained... Um, uh, irritating. Uh, yeah, irritating <laughs> mogwai yeah. if it wasn't for... Uh, well, I mean, the they did... kill me, though. It's hilarious. When he has all the mogwais in the box. Totally. Like begging for the food and all the fucking... Jo- the puppet so work good. on it. Yeah. It's, it's so funny, fucking man. awesome. Yeah. Ugh. All right. I, I don't want to get into a whole blame thing with mogwai. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, that movie is a fucking shaggy dog movie. Uh, but I also got the the sequel, which I haven't watched yet. Now, and I'm very excited. The, to sequel, watch the sequel is one for me. I feel like I have the Greg thing, where it's like I grew up being like, "Fucking Gremlins Two is so brilliant, it's amazing," and I just assume this is a fact that everybody also agrees with me. Mm-hmm. And I and I had friends that no, thought most it too. Don't like Gremlins, too. and then and then like people Gremlins were like, too. "Oh, I don't like it." I think it is brilliant i was i, didn't I like was really disappointed first. when i saw it the first time in theaters i yeah, was like me too. what is this why it was a, this was just a joke i yeah. wanted a movie yeah and then i watched it again i'm like well it's a pretty good joke yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and but then you go back you go back and watch the first gremlins movie and you're like well this is silly as fuck like, I, yeah. if i don't like gremlins 2 because it's so silly and it's just like mm-hmm. this this sort of like joke on everyone yeah. like the first one isn't is no great yeah uh, i think this uh, the second one is just like one of the like brilliant sequels of all time it's yeah. just yeah, like it's he really went Absolutely. bigger crazier surrealistic yeah. data crazy all this crazy crazy joe dante looney tune shit yeah and just so far over the top i love it yeah and yeah it became more of a cartoon the yeah this one has fairly dark moments in it totally like a lot yeah. of people get fucking killed absolutely yeah. yeah like that's what i like about the first one too. but yeah, it yeah. also still it also still retains kind of like that goofy like they're dressing up like ladies and they're uh, yeah, you know. yeah it's got all that shit but i like i like the bar scene it's so bonkers <laughs> totally. but it, it's sort of like a 50s horror movie yeah, you know? yeah. like all the the stories that dick miller's telling when he's all drunk and drive his snow yeah. home and stuff like that shit's so cool even the stuff yeah. in the school where the teacher's gonna get killed it turns really like slasher yeah. oh, kind of yeah. horror oh like it's 50s great. thing yeah, yeah. i love yeah. the music in it oh man the music is great yeah yeah, yeah. and the weird like sound punches that all that wow <laughs> <laughs> stuff you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah but that wicked somehow yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Gremlins. Well, so how we about went, listeners tell us what you think of yeah, Goonies yeah. versus Gremlins? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or you listen, can like you can like them like. both because yeah, I love yeah. them both. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, so that led us to another Corey Feldman movie. Oh man, uh, License to Drive again. Blown, blown uh, away. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get sexy with the Corys. <laughs> um, no, we watched a movie called Stand by Me. Oh yes, you did. Stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. 
That's the greatest. It's uh, boy, it's still it still just gets you. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. cry every time I watch it. Every time, every time. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, spoiler alert for the movies that I'm about to. Uh, I, I did some crying this week. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so that was uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, Stand by Me is still the greatest. Yeah, oh, so and good. Corey Feldman is really good in it. Yeah, He's, they're they're all like oh, they're all of them. Yeah, yeah. But you, so you, he, but he turned out a fantastic performance. It, yeah, it, well, I mean. Even in 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 the Goonies, like he's, oh, yeah. he's an awesome fucking mouth. great. Yeah, like he he knows his character. He knows what he's doing, and he doesn't overdo it. No, no. Uh, and when I was a kid, like I was like that kid's the fucking coolest. Yeah, he you was know? like he's got that sweet purple rain shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is fucking awesome. Uh, he doesn't get the like the acting credit in because yes, I mean I talking about those two movies plus. Um, uh, the Burbs, yeah. like in the Burbs, he's doing the kind of cool guy thing, yeah, but he's yeah, yeah. doing it in a way where you're like, no, this is a performance. You have yeah. a character, you're yeah, performing yeah, yeah. it, and it's fucking think, good. Like, it, yeah, it's compare good. the Corys. Like, yeah, the like, Haim didn't have one. Of no, those. no. Well, no, he Lucas was, awful. was his like. Uh, yeah, credibility movie and Lucas is like Lucas is hilarious. <laughs> I've never seen Lucas. You should, oh, I, you should I, watch. I, I loved it. <laughs> okay, I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I don't want to watch it fucking again. Super watchable, but it's it's just full of it. it the whole thing seems like a parody. It's got slow claps in it. <laughs> yeah. it oh man, it's just holy shit. But it's got Carrie Green in it. Too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. there's a ton of recognizable faces. In yeah, it, but yeah. Watch Lucas. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I've said it a million times. I think on multiple podcasts, but. When I first saw Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors when I was too young mm-hmm. and it scared the living daylights out of me, mm-hmm. uh, the other movie that we were almost going to watch was Lucas. So yeah. my childhood could have, like, I, Lucas, if we had picked the other tape that yeah, night, yeah. Lucas could have been a movie in my mind where I was like, no, 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 yeah. Lucas is great. <laughs> oh, and it ends on a freeze frame. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's everything Rudy isn't. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's more watchable than Rudy. It is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, yeah. Stand what was by me. after Stand by Me? Uh, or did, had we moved on from Stand by I Me? I feel like yeah. I feel like we're. Just I, I think we know on. that it's the best. Yeah. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. What else, Greg? What were you watching? What did I watch? Um, let's see. I did. I did a little bit of rewatch on some stuff. And, yeah. And uh, I plow. I'll just mention this quickly. I plowed through uh, all of uh, season five of Game of Thrones to get okay. uh, <clears throat> caught up, so I wouldn't get. Something very huge happened, and I'm like, I don't want yeah. this shit spoiled for me. So I made it through without getting bored. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know neither of you guys like this show, and that's fine. Um, I haven't watched enough of it to officially say I do or don't like it, but yeah. I just said I have not made it to it yet because yeah, yeah. it looks I like I didn't get like, like super yeah. into it. And, like I liked it; it was mm-hmm. just sort of like like I was like, this is watchable. But I didn't get really into it until season three. Okay. Yeah. I was like, this See, is I, I watched wicked. enough of season one to know this is absolutely not for That me. shit never works for you. You've never. It, no, yeah. no, all that fantasy. Yeah, and I'm sort of one foot in that kind of a feeling, too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah but I, I quite like it. It's a great show, great performances. Really, there's some fucking fantastic characters. But the show is just such. It's just like. It's the show is like a. It's just this, he's a dick. If the show is a guy, be a dick. Be like, hey, hey, do you like this stuff? What do you think of this? Yeah, you like this guy? Guess what? <laughs> Fuck you. Why does the Fuck show? Fuck you sound- and what you like. It's a show just leaning on you and spitting in your mouth. It's a, <laughs> like, is this is this your favorite toy? Shit, I broke it. Fuck you. If the show was a person, <laughs> that person would be Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> Just like they just set you up and they get you in all this shit and they just take it away or they kill it and yeah. it's just uh, just so heartless. It's like ah, oh, yeah. God 
damn you. <laughs> Which is crazy because George R. R. Martin looks so huggable. Yeah, he's like such a sweet old fellow. No, I didn't know until this week I was listening to a horror podcast, Killer POV, and mm-hmm. they had Neil Marshall on, director of The Descent and Dog Soldiers mm-hmm. and some others, but mm-hmm. he's been doing some directing on that. And I didn't know. Oh, on Game cool. of Thrones. Yes, and he did, really? I, I think he did the one that everybody was talking about where they had a big action scene and, the, and it went around and you saw all these different things happening at once and it was like a big camera thing. Oh, that, that was, was really cool. cool. Yeah, and apparently he's been doing him? some work on there, yeah. Oh, oh good for he him. He did a couple other things. I think he he's did some Hannibal, too. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he made actually, a real big there, there transition. There was a couple of uh, of really cool. I think James Foley did a bunch of cool uh, or a bunch of uh, Hannibal. Or I might be thinking of game cards, card game, <laughs> card game. What's the one? You played a card game recently. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. The other day I was playing cards with James Foley. <laughs> I misspoke. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it was very entertaining. Season five was great, but yeah, it just again, it's just such a. <laughs> Uh, emotionally destructive show. <laughs> Fuck, man. But did you were you t- like super drawn in by by season five? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, honestly, it's taken me forever to understand what the fuck is going on with all the different places and the politics of I it. Because I can't tell like, one yeah. person from the other. Uh, that actually. took me fucking forever. That's a part of the reason. Like, is like season one and two. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know who. Some of these actors, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If but I know who the, the actor part, like, is. I don't, I didn't know what anyone's motivation was half the time. I was kind of like in and out. I was just a casual watch, but then caught me by the third season. I started to see the, like, I could understand yeah. the 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 geographic and nature the world of it. it. Where, right. You know, I mean, not just from the opening credits showing you where things are, <laughs> but uh, just like what was going on and why a little yeah. bit deeper. You know. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, you know they kill so many fucking people. They're trimming the fat off, and the story gets a little leaner. I'm like, oh, I see. Some, some, there's still some stuff going on. I'll be like, oh yeah, this. Why oh, is yeah. this happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's super entertaining. The, the acting is fucking fantastic for uh, the most part. But yeah, it's a, it is what it is. Casey, you're never gonna like it. <laughs> no, I'm maybe. Never. Well, I when I, I'm not a big fantasy guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like sci-fi yeah, a lot, but you're my fantasy. Swords guy, and <laughs> wizards and shit like that, like not really yeah. my thing. Yeah. But it's I don't know. It's it really takes good. the right thing, and that could be the right thing for me because I, I don't know. I haven't watched enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I do when I do see people talking about it online and stuff, and they're like, "What's going on over in West?" Ville and Jon Snow over here with these people. Are, over yeah. Like I see the people like so involved in the yeah. world and all the different things, and I'm like, I'm really happy about that, but I don't know if I you, could. You do can it. watch it and not okay. be that because okay. I, you know, not that that's bad. I'm just like I, I don't have because I have the, don't have the fucking patience to watch like two seasons of a regular show. So it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very dense. Yeah, you know, but it's good. It's good stuff. I like it. Um, yeah. What did you watch, Dan Gorman? Yeah, uh, I watched some stuff. Yeah. Uh, I watched some kind of light stuff that we won't have to talk about too much, but I mentioned in the thread I watched this Canadian post-apocalyptic movie called Empire of Ash oh, on yeah. YouTube that I just want to talk about on the show because it's the only movie that I have ever heard of being re-released as a sequel to itself with no changes made to the movie, uh. except for that they put a two on the title screen. They did that with a movie called uh, Exterminators, I think. There's yeah. Exter- there's no Exterminators. There's just Exterminators 2. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's on YouTube as well. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't re-released, though. Not like yeah. This is a pretty shit. Like, this like, is like they, nah, they yeah, they put the movie out. <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> and then I don't know if anyone wanted a second one, but they were like, "We'll give you a second one." It's the same movie. <laughs> but why? Like, what? What is the audience for that? Because I don't know. It, the the audience for a sequel is people who have seen the first one. It's probably not even about an audience. It's probably like. Well, if we don't re-release our movie as Empire of Ash 2, another movie will be placed on the shelf where that movie could be. Yeah. It's probably just like... Maybe you'll see that there was a sequel. There must have been a reason they made a second one. Yeah. (laughs) 
that well. <laughs> Bravo. Like I, I would love to know if there's anyone on this fucking planet of ours that saw it first as one, yeah. and then was like, "Oh, there's another oh, one. I'll rent it." Yeah. And then took it home and was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> or Does was it, like, "Did they change? This is even better than the original." Did they change the title sequence? Just the title. Just the title. So it, it comes up as two at the beginning yeah. when you're watching it, right? Yeah. Which is the title sequence That's comes up awesome. and somebody just goes two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it. it when I went to watch it on YouTube, it said Empire of Ash 2, and I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, someone's labeled this wrong. Yeah. It's on, I, they've labeled the wrong movie. And then I went and I looked, and it was like, Empire of Ash, a.k.a. Empire of Ash 2. <laughs> <laughs> Same movie. Just crazy. Dynamite. It's boring. It's a Canadian movie. Uh, the, be- the funniest thing about it is there's two things. A guy at one point uh, comes into a scene, an action scene, with a rocket launcher hat, and he blows up a barn with like a hat with like it's like a it's on like a little dome on his head and he goes pew with his head and it blows up a barn and then he leaves and you Is never voice activated he goes pew I don't know it just shoots <laughs> it just shoots but you never uh, none of my hats are voice uh, activated yeah. he is never established and he never comes back and you're just like whoa, whoa, whoa what yeah why'd that guy have a rocket launcher hat and then it's also because it takes place Why in Why isn't the movie about that? I know, I wish. It should not be called Empire of Ash 2. It should be Rocket Hat 1. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket Hat Volume 1. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. And then the only other thing about it is it, because it's shot in like BC, they're just like roaming around pine wood forests in the post, quote unquote post-apocalyptic. And you're like, well, it must not have been pretty bad. All these trees are around still. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like beautiful Canadian. We assume the worst. And there's like, there's like perfect dirt roads and like yeah. Canadian wonderful rivers yeah. <laughs> and you're like this is just like you guys this isn't post-apocalyptic this, this is, is the village wonderful apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also watched uh, Killer Workout aka Aerobicide which oh, is what? from the director of Deadly Prey and Sledgehammer Ooh. so you know it's bad yes. Sledgehammer oh I love yeah. that movie yeah, so if you like 80s Montages of people dance working out. Yeah, you will love killer workout. Great. <laughs> it's no death spa, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. worth a look. They anytime it, it gets boring at all, they just cut to a montage of people dancing for like five minutes. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right, it's pretty fun <laughs> to stave off boredom. <laughs> um, and then in that. Uh, realm I also watched a slasher called Girls Night Out that's not that notable except for that the killer kills a mascot at the beginning of the movie and puts on their bear costume and the rest of the movie just kills people as a bear yeah <laughs> that's pretty great alright yeah, and, and it's a couple years before Freddy and he uses little like steak knife claws oh, to like yeah. slash what's people what's it called Girls Night Out N-I-T-E okay I don't know why yeah, just they decided to spell that way. Bear head too, or yeah, the whole the whole, the whole thing, mascot. Because eh? they think they they think it's the mascot the whole time. The guy in the mat, they're like it's him, um, but it's not. No, yeah. sir. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's the perfect crime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now, <laughs> before we move on, I have one more, but I'll move on after this. Yeah. Uh, I did watch a movie you watched, uh-huh. Poltergeist the remake. Oh, did you? I did. Oh. Uh huh. And I was able to go in. I I liked it, but I went in with the explicit knowledge of like. Don't expect anything from this because yeah. it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, well, that was a fun piece of shit. Oh, yeah. but it was. I, 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 it's not. Listen, it's not. I'm not going to defend this movie to the death. It's really yeah. not a good movie. No. But I was on board for it 
So I was just like, ah, this is fun. I kind of liked that they go into the ghost dimension. I thought it was like fun to well, be in there. Well, something happened at least. You yeah. Know, or there was something to look at that wasn't the same old shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I, I, I mean, know. there's it a million good. problems with it. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, very, it's well, like. Now I, now I think I might see it's it. It's the definition of I suppose you mediocre. can watch it as like a, I just want to tune out and play with my phone a bit for yeah, a yeah. movie. It's <laughs> just, you know, when I've seen like Ouija and like you know, you've seen a hundred like yeah, J horror okay. American well, remakes. When like, you have that, when you have that reference, cast, yeah. you're gonna do better than most of those crap yeah. ass movies. Totally, so I want. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I haven't seen Ouija, but I'll wager it's probably a little bit better than Ouija. <laughs> exactly. Put that on the box. Yeah, it's a little bit <laughs> better, better than Ouija. Ouija. <laughs> the worst. The worst thing about the Poltergeist remake is that it is just straight up top to bottom not scary ever yeah that's the, like that's what for is me, poltergeist the remake oh like, yeah no the worst thing about it is that i spent a lot of the movie going like oh that's fun oh that looks neat yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm kind of that's kind of cool but yeah. you're never like Ooh. No, the clown yeah. the, the clown's not scary it's not scary but i had fun with the scene because i was just like yeah it's a cool clown sh- jumping at a kid but that's like, bananas because that's, the clown in the original is terrifying fucking yeah terrifying but you know yeah. what i uh, you took issue with that chair flying yeah i loved that did you? Yeah, because because it's because hey, flying chair. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, cool. <laughs> My chairs don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen a chair fly. <laughs> I just like maybe because... your chairs are flying all over the place, Craig. Yeah. But... I, I, Sorry, I gotta take it for granted. The chair <laughs> flying scene is very like we are telling the we are setting the pace for the audience. I didn't say that, to, listen, I, to defend myself, I'm not saying the no, scene no, itself not... was garbage or like the, the effect wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. It just what it's conveying it's it's a, again it's the it's an example of yes. jumping if everything's hitting the wall at 90 miles an hour instead of building yeah. up any kind of tension or right. to the point yeah. where the chairs or, literally hit the wall at yeah. 100 miles an hour exactly right. but i was able the, to the en- sequence is fine yeah. sam rockwell caps the scene nicely yeah i know. was able to enjoy it because it's set up as like the guys talk that one of the spectral investigator guys like i once filmed like a little chair sliding across the room on time lapse it took 10 hours to move 10 feet and then they're like 10 hours to move 10 feet and the chair goes wham against but the wall and also Sam which Rockwell's i didn't like, like it was a ghost standing there being like oh yeah i could beat that yeah. <laughs> oh, oh beat yeah that, eh? <laughs> And you know what? If the ghost was, I'm like, that's fun. I guess so. <laughs> Any fucking ghost. <laughs> Just let him have this one. Yeah. No, it's not good, but I was able to watch it and be like, I had a fun time with sure. that. And I'll never think of it again. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> what else? Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to quickly gloss over. We had a little, uh, speaking of P.T. Anderson's uh-huh. Pinocchio, we had a little P.T. Anderson fest the other oh, day. Sweet. We watched uh, Punch Drunk Love and yeah. then There Will Be Blood. And guess what? Those movies are still fucking Fuck, amazing. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I think that Punch Drunk Love might be my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Oh, yeah. yeah I could have really used a mad... I'm in, like, lo- I'm in love with that movie. I wish it had like a ghost that was really like, I'll show you something. <laughs> 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 Otherwise... <laughs> Um, yeah, that movie does suffer from lack of a ghost. Yeah, but uh, no, that movie is phenomenal. It, it's it's everything about it is is just absolutely beautiful yeah. and heartbreaking. Yeah, I love that. Movie. Um, it's a movie that my dad always references as the worst movie he's ever seen. That's bananas. Just because it's like so obtuse and weird and like not what you would expect from like oh it's an Adam Sandler thing yeah, so yeah. he went into it thinking just like it, even if, even if it was more of a serious Adam Sandler thing that's still a movie that's like not even in that yeah. realm it's something What's, what are his own. thoughts on Spanglish uh, I don't know he probably likes it more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so yeah so that that, that happened yeah. um 
Oh, okay. Here's here's another in in the uh, watching old movies. I decided to do a little experiment because I'm always ragging on the movie Heather's. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I going, that movie understand. totally sucks. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a long time. I haven't seen it since fucking college or whatever. I like that this is an experiment. I decided to do an experiment. I watched a movie I, again. I, <laughs> I put on my science coat. I got my little, uh, little I like, put on my gl- colored glasses. liquids were bubbling, and I said, <laughs> play movie. I got, uh, I got my beakers and my, uh, my test tubes, and, and I watched a movie. Uh, yeah, so I watched I watched Heather's. I'm like, you know what? I might I might like this movie now maybe maybe i'm just trying to be contrarian because lord knows i do that sometimes uh and i watched heathers and uh, no that's still a fucking terrible uh, you're so wrong terrible movie I get it, it at is god awful it's it's so shrill and unlikable like and the goonies it tells you uh <laughs> not like the goonies. <laughs> the, the heathers could definitely use a whole lot more cory velvet um it's it, it's a movie, and it's a movie that tells you why it's clever in every scene. Like the like every single scene is telegraphed. Every idea that they have, and the ideas are good. The thing is, there's a good movie to be made in there. It's just it's a good idea made absolutely fucking poorly because it's it's not as clever nearly as it thinks it is oh that's gonna be so very they come up with their own little lexicon of bullshit terms that is just the end of the 90s trying way too hard and again it just it's characters just telegraph everything i'm doing this because of this this person's mean and i'm doing this to them because of this it like it's not that is the worst type of filmmaking. I don't know. <laughs> filmmaking is like a medium a of show. Of don't tell. And I like all the weird quote, yeah. quotable shit in Me it. Me too. Oh, it just feels. It just feels like it's working overtime to be hip and cool. It yeah, felt like totally. Watching, it felt like watching <laughs> Sex in the City to me, or something like that. Crazy. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Oh, no. Just, no. just exhausting and, and shrill and terrible. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, Wonderful and hilarious. And and, yeah. uh, there, there's, there's a couple of fucking hilarious things. There's a couple of really well-delivered lines. Um, uh, I love my dead gay son. Yeah. That, that oh, scene, my God. Like, again, there's these tiny little moments of like, ah, oh, this could have been a great movie, except for it's completely miscast. Winona Ryder is terrible. Uh Christian Slater, as per usual, is terrible. Uh, I like um, him in it. I know. <laughs> I think they're both perfectly yeah, cast. No, they're Shane great. and Doherty has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> uh, were, the, the, the cheerleader, Heather, and the, or the other Heather, they're pretty good. The Heather one? Heather one, yeah. Yeah, Heather one's fucking great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Uh, and and the two the two jock guys are they're oh, man, pretty fun. so good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good uh, lord. I don't know. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that movie. Yeah. I've seen it like a lot of times. Uh, okay, so so here's I did that, and then uh, sorry, I know. was gonna say here's an experiment. All right, have have you tried to watch Clueless? Because because I know you hate that movie. I don't hate Not, that movie. No, I you, just, don't, you I, hate I, Heather's. I'm, I'm very sure that that Clueless. I have seen Clueless because I'm very yeah, sure yeah, that I don't it's like not Clueless either. I just okay. put it. It's on Netflix on one of the regions, and I put it in my queue because I'm like, I gotta, I'll try this again. I'm yeah. a big Clueless defender. Yeah, uh, but I just felt like I've, this heard, is I've so, heard like this is old hat man. We're doing Valley Girl voice. Yeah. And that's the punchline. Like yeah. that's fucking 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. It feels like something that's that's for you know like uh, the Tad Hamilton crowd or something. Yeah, I think it's uh, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I gotta watch I'm it again because I barely. I, I just remember watching in the theater and being like, "Ugh, come on!" Like, hey, look, I love Wallace Shawn. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't remember the story of it very well or anything. So, but yeah, I, I'm gonna try it again. 
because I feel like maybe I just was being a pissy 17 year old. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. right. For me, it's like the, the updating of the kind of Heather's template for the 90s worked because of it's, I don't know, the satire in that movie is even more kind of like walking the line between like, is this just what they're like or is this satire that I find mm-hmm. it wonderful? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So uh, another thing. The, oh, I'm going to shift gears here into a new segment. Or actually, it's a segment I've done before, uh-huh. and the segment is called Fine, Greg, I'll watch the fucking movie. Yeah, I love this segment. <laughs> yeah, it's a great segment. And this, uh, uh, and also a little uh, subtitle for this is uh, also f- uh, Fine, uh, Listener Premac, I'll watch the, uh, the Oh, sweet. Movie. Oh, all right. There so you go. Okay. I watched the movie Warrior. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I watched that movie last yeah. night and today. Yes. Um <laughs> Meaning that I, I kind of had to split it up because yeah. I had baby shit. There's a baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, literal baby shit to yeah. deal with. Uh, and uh, uh, that's that's the, that's the best movie. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's the fucking best movie. Yeah. That was another, another like, I, like I said, uh, spoiler alert, I, I cried a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> very emotional. Nick Nolte is fucking awesome in it. And it's a fucking no. It's and the thing, yeah. Nick Nolte is like fully deserved to be nominated for. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's fucking amazing. But it's a masterclass of acting across Joel the Edgerton board. And of course, Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Tom They're Hardy all, and Nick Nolte uh, by the, the the slots or whatever. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that's a scene. <laughs> it, it, it's that quiet fucking intensity. Like the movie just never go. Like it's a movie about people who wail on each other's yeah. faces. Yeah, and and it's a controlled <laughs> response. Responsibly told story. Yeah, uh, I I fucking mind blown watching that movie. Yeah, yeah. Because it pulls you in these two different directions. You don't know what you want. Yeah, to happen. Yeah, and, and I'm like, like ah, and now I'm crying because <laughs> because of a UFC fight. Why is that happening? From the very first fucking fight yeah. onwards, you're yeah. just like in love with these characters and yeah. the complexity of their life and and how simply that story is told. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a, a story that's shown. As much as it is fucking told. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. (laughs) I'm watching it. I'm like, I got to watch Rocky again because this might be the best fight movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Like, I'll, I'll watch it again soon. Yeah, and probably be just as affected. Even the t- the little roles, like 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 uh, Joel Frank Edgerton's Grillo. Wife, uh, um, Frank Grillo is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Kevin Dunn shows up. He's mm-hmm. just like the principal, and yeah, yeah. and he's fucking great. Yeah, like he doesn't even have that much to do, and he's fucking excellent at what at what they give him. Yeah, man, what a fucking movie. Yeah, it's I've seen it twice, and I, I like I scroll past it on Netflix, and I'm like. Easy, buddy. Oh, <laughs> give it some time. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just wait a little bit, then I'll watch it again. Well, the funny thing is, like I said, like I watched it in two parts. Like I watched it, uh, started watching it last night, and and the part that I'd seen, I, I saw about half of it, it's an, yeah. an hour and a bit, because it's like a two-hour movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that first hour, I was like, this, this was good. I, I like this movie. I, I'll finish this movie. Mm. Um, I probably won't finish it again before the show. And I'll finish it at some point. But then circumstance was like Miles wanted to take a nap and the baby was napping. And I was like, oh, I guess I can finish the movie right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So glad I did. Yeah. Uh, because it's, oh my God. Like I'm still affected by it. Like I'm still, yeah. it's still in my mind. Yeah. Man, what a movie. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You got it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's really something. Yeah. Hey, Dan, why? how come you haven't watched Warriors yet? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got around to it. Yeah. I've yeah. been too busy watching uh, Bears 
guys dressed up as bears killing people. Uh, you know what? <laughs> or Good answer. Canadian yeah. sequel post yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did see something else in theaters this week. I, did, oh. I made a twofer this week. Look at oh, you. Um, I went and saw a documentary with Emma at Bloor Cinema or Hot Doc Cinema called She's Beautiful When She's Angry about uh, women's lib movement in the 60s and 70s. Oh. Wow. Um, and it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, the two things I didn't like about it off the top are there are some reenactment things, and it's kind of like you didn't need these little... There's a, like right. a couple shots of reenactment things. Like, just let this person tell the story. I don't need to see it. Yeah. Um, and then there's like poetry readings of from poetry at the time. And some of them really, really work of people now reading these poems from then. And it's like, whoa. But then there was a couple where the pre- the people reading them were really given it. And it's kind of like, mm. all right. Yeah. But... That can get gross. I really loved this movie because it um, could have just been a movie about like, this was women's lib overall. Mm. And that's... And then we're not going to dive into it but they really dive into all the different sex and different like moments of like the, the you know the women of color that had their chapter and the and like the lesbians and and they lesbian women had their chapter and how they like would disagree with each other and how like all these different things were going on at mm. the same time and everyone's battling for this like movement and it's just so cool to see such an in-depth look at all these different that, things. That is banana school because you you hear a lot about other. <laughs> I thought you said that was banana school. That was banana <laughs> school. That's, my new thing. I, that's that's what I call I things like, that what? I like. Dude, that shit is banana, banana school. school. Send that shit to banana school. <laughs> I love it. Head of the class. <laughs> that, 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 that movie graduated from banana school. <laughs> that movie's the dean. I love it so much. <laughs> the, that movie is the dean of banana school. <laughs> That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. There's yeah. a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Banana school. Yeah. Um, no, like, because, like, specifically with um, Rita Mae Brown, who wrote Slumber Party Massacre, awesomely, uh, she, um, like, she was a big part of, of the movement, and she was a big part of uh, the lesbian movement, and there's a big thing about within women's lib they would reference uh, lesbians and call them the lavender menace and like detriment like in like a negative way. Right. And it was there was this big thing about like once really the women's movement was like there was like a they were kind of saying like it's we're not ready to start fighting for lesbians rights because we're just getting going on women's rights. Right. And they actually kicked her out because of that. And it's kind of like holy shit like you guys were like fighting for women and already you were like some people not everybody but some people were like we're not ready for that yet so what they did was at a women's lib meeting underneath uh their shirts uh all the quote-unquote lavender menace women were wearing shirts that said lavender menace and they had someone on the inside turn the lights off at some point take off their other layers get up and like surround the women and then they turn the lights back on and there's all these women there with lavender menace like some of them obviously coming out for the first time as like i'm in this two and we're here holy and shit, it's like man. so awesome wow. it's just well, like yeah like like i was gonna say like it's it's you see a lot of um you see a lot of documentaries and stuff like that about uh uh you know like about the civil rights movement like for black people and and about like uh uh like the the, the gay rights movement and everything but you don't really see you don't really see that much about 
women's liberation and about like yeah. sort of it, it, its history as a movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, there's not a, or not that I'm aware of anyway. Like, yeah, like like that know. that gets a lot of attention. So hopefully, I think there was this, an episode of the Wonder Years where her the, the sister burned her bra. They had a, that. They had a clip from that in the movie, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. They have a clip that's, from that. I movie. feel like that's the only filmed evidence. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the, the only the only time in the history yeah. of entertainment that yeah. women's no, it doesn't. It's he has a book. It's only in small references. Yeah, a lot of detail on it for the mass public to take in you know what i mean but even the references that i remember from like late 70s and, and 80s uh, it was probably like negative television, stuff yeah it was like, like oh, it was like bra. oh these shrill lesbian yeah. bitches mm-hmm. and know. they oh, have the mom wind up burning her bra too I, well the clip struggling with why she was the uh, uh, olivia dabo doing it because she's a hippie and stuff like that i, I think, think so. mom then like, the, sh- the clip they the show is he's reading our bodies too. ourselves and they're like we shouldn't be reading this because there's yeah. like nudity and it. it's about right. women's bodies the mom comes in like what are you doing <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah but it's really cool and you and they do a lot of stuff where they show some like news footage from the time you're like this is shockingly offensive where yeah, it's right. like some like man newscaster is like and remember you gave him the vote or something and it's like whoa, whoa! that is fucking <laughs> like, crazy jesus uh like so so yeah like something that's it sounds important it's it is it's it's like there are things about it that aren't great as a documentary because it's like it was a low budget yeah, I movie don't like a reenactment it was no, no. it was kickstarted and you know this was built from the ground up from people that really care about it you can tell like mm. some of the footage seems like it was shot for other things and they've used it here so it's kind of collagey right. but yeah some of the reenactments not not perfect uh and some of them are pretty like poorly done reenactments yeah. where you're like mm, but as a whole for seeing all these different like elements of what's going on and like people in the organizations that were like yeah like i didn't agree with what they were saying but like this is where we were and everybody's trying to push this as far as we can and we have to deal with that like in the moment and like really cool well yeah definitely check it out what's it called it's called she's beautiful when she's angry yeah it's good check that out it's good sweet what a condescending sentence as a title that's amazing Mm. yeah man yeah, definitely that. check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's other things that I saw. I saw stuff. What else? I rewatched The Fugitive mm. with Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. I like that movie. You watched it with them? Yeah. Wow. They were like, remember when we made this yeah, movie? I was like, hey, you guys remember this? <laughs> you guys remember this? <laughs> I, it's been quite a while since I saw it, but I noticed it was on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, fucking, let's watch The yeah. Fugitive. And Athena hadn't seen it in ages either. And so, yeah, we watched it. Boy, is that a great movie. Yeah. It is. It's eh? just so great. Yeah. It's so entertaining. Harrison Ford is so fucking good in it. And, uh, like, the Tommy Lee Jones thing, like, he won the Oscar for it for supporting yeah. actor. Oh, yeah. Which is weird. Super um, weird. But because, like, it wasn't uh, that, that he's doing his Tommy Lee Jones thing. So when you yeah. rewatch it, like, he's very good in it, but you're not kind of, like, wowed by it. But. The Tommy Lee Jones thing was really new at that point. Yeah, right. Because like, what else had people like really seen him in in a big movie? Most people didn't know who he was, except yeah. that, unless they'd seen you know Under Siege or something, <laughs> you know. And it was so it was really <laughs> which is a weird introduction. To yeah, yeah. Lee it's not his introduction, but like that he was like slowly building up into bigger yeah. roles. He was in like Rolling Thunder in the late seventies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, um, for whom the bell tolls? Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a fantastic movie, and his do, doing the Tommy Lee Jones thing, it was just so fucking charming and captivating at the time. And yeah. He is excellent in it. Yeah. But yeah, what a great, fun, tight thriller for yeah. you know a two an over two hour movie. It just cracks along. It's so good, and Jane Lynch is in it. Yeah. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah. I, it, <laughs> I, I watch anything. Jane what got Lynch into my does. head is I watched an interview with her on Conan O'Brien earlier this week. 
and she brings it up at some point. She's like, I did, I got, to, I was in the fugitive because yeah. I was, a, you know, like a local hire. It was like the first thing I was ever in. And she's like, and Harrison Ford was really nice to me because I had a scene with him where I offered to help him, and he just like leaves. And the last shot is me like yeah. watching him leave. And he came up to me and he just gave me a little bit of advice. And he's like, listen, it doesn't matter how smart you are or how smart your character is. But if you uh, if you if you keep your if you leave your mouth hanging open, you look like an idiot. <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, <laughs> well, that's good advice." And, she, and she's like, "And I'm you know I'm typically a person who will if I'm in neutral state have my mouth open." So it's helped me throughout my career. And so I watched for it. And then I was like, "One like is your mouth open?" <laughs> yeah, she's good in real. Yeah, but yeah, I, it's what a fucking fantastic fantastically entertaining movie i think one of the episodes of the do-over modern superior's own mm-hmm. uh they did the year of that movie yeah. and i want to say not to name drop matt brown again but mm-hmm. i believe he somebody on i think he's on that episode and somebody that episode says like it's one of those movies you know where thrillers and that kind of movie isn't always nominated for yeah. that like high of an award but it's one of those good examples of a movies where it was like this is of this year the highest like this is thriller of the year yeah so, like oh, this yeah, is the yeah. genre movie that we're like because it's so just good and fucking tight and yeah and there's just so many iconic yeah. scenes from it you know and it and it holds up really well it's still super watchable i mean it feels of its time to a degree but in the best kind yeah. of way oh yeah i was just like oh god oh, yeah. i missed well, like this a lot of those kind of movies of that time were mm-hmm. pretty good yeah fuck yeah and that's the thing is like i feel like the thriller is sort of a not fantastic art right now like, no i can't think of a like it's a lot of the run all night you the... just saw boy next door <laughs> <laughs> yeah i almost put that on recently i'm you should. probably it's going to bonkers yeah. man that's a bad movie yeah <laughs> but you're right i don't know there's not a ton of the, those kind of like when a thriller is really well done you don't see it rise yeah, to yeah. the top no, like no, they used to. Yeah, the 90s had a good run with that with some pretty yeah. pretty watchable thrillers. But yeah, well, that's a, if you haven't seen it in a while, it's a yeah. terrific watch. Boy, did I have fun. Just a blast. Yeah, that's not a movie that I would think to watch again either. I mean, no, I remember no. liking it when it first came. I was like, oh, it's a fun movie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, maybe I will revisit it. Nah, super good. Point. Yeah, was, there was a lot of... Uh, uh, disdain over Tommy Lee Jones getting the Oscar even then even though people were like wow he's so great in that movie yeah. it's so fun and stuff and it was sort of like a, this kind of underdog you know workhorse actor finally gets mm-hmm. you know makes good or whatever but he beat out uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from What's Eating Gilbert Grape yeah, which yeah. is when you go back and look like yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is charming as fuck and fantastic and maybe did something for that role that no one else could have but what DiCaprio did in Gilbert it's, Grape is like say what you will about off. that movie because <laughs> there are problems with that movie yeah. but he is fucking Phenomenal! It's crazy how he's, good he is. Yeah, in it. He's yeah. banana school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the class, he's guy, got a scholarship to banana that school. That guy is the founder of banana school. <laughs> <laughs> he's not only uh, the dean; he's also a student <laughs> at banana school. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Uh, Watch the fugitive again. Good times. Yeah. We're rounding out an hour. Are is we? there any last uh, mentions? Uh, I've been. I watched a couple of episodes, uh, a couple more episodes of uh, Mike Tyson mysteries, and mm. uh, that's still hilarious. Yeah. I gotta watch that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. It's, it's it's super dumb and throwaway, mm. but it's it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, oh, I watched. I'll and Mike good. Tyson is genuinely funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you can <laughs> it's tell. A good show. There's some of the stuff that he's just reading off the paper, and it's funny because it's a good line. Yeah. There's some stuff that's that's delivery dependent that he really okay. nails. Um, I watched. Uh, an episode of The Outer Limits 
called oh, yeah. Soldier. Oh yeah, wait which, the the old one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the which uh, it, uh, James Cameron was sued yeah. by the writer of totally for uh, which we put up an article on yeah. this Wednesday today. Today? Yep. Well, so Monday. Monday for you guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, the writer sued James Cameron for Terminator yeah. because it was so because it was so yeah. similar. So I decided, you know what, I'll check that shit out. Yeah. I used to watch The Outer Limits quite a bit when I was a kid. Uh, had not seen this episode before, didn't recognize it anyway. And yeah, I don't know. Other than like kind of the mood, okay. There's two things that are similar with it. There's a soldier who goes back in time, and the mood is sort of of the first shot is kind of maybe how okay. the future is in the Terminator yeah. movie. But I'm like. Sued? Yeah, I don't know, man. Because there is another. Like, I don't think anybody is a robot, other than being like a figurative robot, like a soldier is a robot. Yeah, right. <clears throat> as much as you know, Kurt Russell is a robot and soldier, right? <laughs> right. And uh, and so what it is is it's pretty fun. It's a long episode, man. Because what are the, the there's a uh, the, you see the future and you meet your kind of guy that you're going to follow and he's got an enemy and they're running at each other and they both get hit by these laser beams and and they fly away in time. Yeah. And uh, the one guy lands in, like, present time in the 50s or whatever in an, in an alley. So I guess that's him. Yeah. And then the other one's just, like, trapped in time, which means he stands there with a gun swaying back and forth like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was and hoping, I was like, like, E equals MC square was floating around. <laughs> yeah. Just clocks I'm, everywhere. I'm, yeah. I'm caught in the opening credits. <laughs> Not even anything happening. He's like, I'm like, where is he? Because yeah. he's just in, like, a landscape going like, ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. I'm clearly stuck right yeah. now. Uh, and then so they capture the other guy and they uh, they, they do like interrogation with him and they bring in a linguist because they can't understand him. And the linguist is like, no, he's speaking English, but it's just his accent is crazy because he's from the future. And so we're hearing like gar- he's like low class. So it's like street speak okay. and slangs from his time. Which I was like, well, that's kind of cool that they aggressively made his English really weird sounding, yeah. and not like something else. Although a lot of it kind of just sounded normal eventually, but yeah. But it was really, so the whole episode is this linguist hanging out with this soldier from the future, being <laughs> like, uh, "Why won't you be nice?" <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, just like the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "This is not Terminator." I don't yeah. know. I hope there's not, not a lot of money was exchanged because this is some <laughs> bullshit. And uh, here's fifty dollars. Uh, Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> And so the the linguist is like he goes to the the guy who's in charge of the military portion of holding the dude, and everyone now nah, you got everyone makes fun of how Shatner talks, but a lot of people talk like that on TV shows in the fifties, just like yeah. well, geez, Tom, I don't know if you can really you know like the, yeah. the big pause and then really fast, yeah. And uh, he's like, I think you you know we're just being too hard on him, and he's gonna break if we get all military on him, he's gonna clam up and won't learn anything. I think he should move in with me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in the movies, <laughs> like in Terminator, and so the, the guy moves in with this guy and his kids and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, this is my wife," and he's oh, like, "What do I mean?" He's like, "No, no." <laughs> well, it sounds like a great sitcom. Yeah, yeah. And then they disappear at the end, and that's the end. And then apparently, it's that, a combination of that episode and one called "Demon with the Glass Hand," okay. written by the same guy. Which I watched a bit of that one too. And the only thing, again, there's time travel in it. And I was like, oh, maybe these people are sent here to kill this guy because he's the future leader or he's going to give, you know, like a Sarah Connor thing. Yeah. But no, they're like, he traps this guy. Like, it's the first two minutes. He traps the guy from the future. He's like, who are you? He's like, I'm from the future. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> to, get you, <laughs> to get your hand. 
What? <laughs> They're like, we came to get your hand. Why? <laughs> and that's what he says. <laughs> Does he like, say? And the guy's why? like, I don't know, because they said that uh, there's a lot of power in it. We have three of your fingers. We need the whole thing. Oh my god. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, totally like Terminator. Uh, yeah, in the yeah. future, we're doing some pretty weird things with your hand. <laughs> you won't believe where those fingers have been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you won't believe where one of them is right now. Yeah. So I uh, I didn't finish that episode because I was like, this is not Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> but I did read, I just want to read you guys the uh, uh, the episode synopsis that I read on um, uh, IMDb because I thought pretty hilarious. Okay. Um, as you know, this, uh, this is, oh, it's the 60s, not the 50s. Outer, Outer Limits, only two seasons. It was, you know, jumping on the success of Twilight yeah. Zone. So in uh, Demon, Demon with the with a glass hand, the synopsis is: uh, Days ago, Trent awoke with no memory of his past. Since then, sinister men have pursued him constantly. He managed to stay one st- one step ahead of uh, them by following the advice of dot 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 his hand, <laughs> <laughs> made of glass and apparently capable of speech. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I haven't seen the show. Yeah. Trent's hand can answer many of his questions, but it cannot tell him who he is or why his enemies seek him until he finds all of his fingers. That's the amazing. The only trouble is they're in the hands of his enemies. Oh. Uh, I'm picturing like a magic eight ball hand like where he shakes it and then the little triangle comes up. Oh, his palm. It's not likely. <laughs> Are you my real hand? Shake, shake, shake. Ask me again later. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Essentially uh, correct. My, yeah. uh, my hand hasn't seen this episode either. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Jesus. That yep. is good. Yep. So, you know, like Terminator. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Terminator. Uh, uh, well, just like Terminator, should we beam ourselves into the future where we're talking about film roulette? <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. Yep. <laughs> Delicious again, Peter. <laughs> Boo! Film Relatives are a weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or something that we have all been looking forward to discussing, such as Terminator Genesis, or the loser has to stay at home and watch something uh, if it's a stay-at-home week, much like this week we picked Son of the Mask. But the loser gets to give the winners Son of a mask. an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Casey gave Greg and I an a uh, Veruca Salt album and we'll talk about that and we'll roll for movies next week uh, so as mentioned Greg and I we went and saw Terminator Genesis this movie is directed by Alan Taylor of Thor 2 and Game of Thrones previously uh, John Connor sends Kyle Reese back in time to protect Sarah Connor but when he arrives in 1984 nothing is as he, is as he expected it to be this film mm. stars Arnold Schwarzenegger obviously uh, it's it's also got Jason Clark, yeah. uh, Jai Courtney, J.K. Simmons, Amelia Clark, uh, among others. Yeah. Um, and this film uh, didn't make a lot of money this weekend. No way. Eh? Uh, I don't even think it really cracked the top four or five. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. People are still going to see dinosaurs. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't um, think there was a. I felt like no one was really 
excited that this was coming. No, yeah, and it's um, yeah, I don't know. So, okay, this movie looked weird. The trailers gave a lot away. Yeah, like a lot. Like away. too much away. Way too much given away by these fucking trailers. Um. Because like the trailers reveal a twist that happens a huge twist well over an hour, an hour into, into the movie, movie yeah which oh is, which like, is crazy yeah totally insane. yeah and and would have been maybe fun to see let's say if I didn't know that yeah I don't think it like ruined the movie obviously <laughs> um I okay I will say I went to see this movie on Sunday night yeah uh went with my dad oh yeah uh, took my is dad, your dad to the a movies. fan of the Terminator series nah he's not like. <laughs> He was kind of like, I'm not super interested in Terminator Genesis, but like the timing was right. My mom and my brother yeah. were going to see something else, and I had to go see it. So he was like, I'll come along, and we'll okay. go see it. Um, so kind of just sat down and uh, ready to watch Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Now, my overall cards on the ta- table feeling yeah. about Terminator Genesis is, uh, boy, at moments does this movie work up enough steam to at least be entertaining, but I wished everybody stopped opening their mouths and being fucking idiots. And that, mm-hmm. like, the plot of it, this movie is fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. But at moments, I was <laughs> you like. You can see Dan's hands right now. He's yeah. becoming very Italian. Like, yeah. it, <laughs> there were moments where I was like, oh, those things blew up good, and that's all I needed from that scene, and I enjoyed it. Uh. But. There was a lot of like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? Well, that's because this is a really terrible it's movie. It's bad. Yeah. I would say I would say this is the worst Terminator movie. Oh, yeah? I'd say worst three than- is actually better than this. <laughs> because at least I liked the car chase in the middle of three. Yeah. It was fun. I yeah. had a lot of fun with the action scenes in this movie. I didn't. I saw I didn't in- give a fuck about what was going Did on because in- there was no tension. There's no, there was no, a whole yeah. lot of, hey, remember this? How about a little yeah. bit of this? This movie is a slave to references of other movies. Oh my god, this is reference the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Really? To the point where they recreate scenes from like shot for shot recreating. And I just I just watched Terminator last week. Yeah, I was like fucking all watch Terminator. And it's, it's still the greatest. And yeah. Like, right down to dialogue, but having a guy who's nowhere near as cool as Bill Paxton going, nice night for a walk, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just some guy, and he says that, a nice night for a walk, and give yeah. you clothes. And, but then, you know, you got then old Arnie runs in, and it's just, uh, it's just... Does it look cool? No. I, I don't think so. I, mean, I look, like listen, the, the effects are fine. The effects are not the problem with this movie. Right? No. The problem is uh, the script, the story, the acting. Right. Um, Jai Courtney, not, okay... It's not just that I don't like him as an actor because he's not good at it. Yeah. Uh, and he's not good in this. It's He's woefully miscast as Kyle Reese. Both Nobody, are miscast, I think. Amelia Clark? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, she plays Sarah Connor? Yeah. Uh, the things that they do with the two central, central characters in this movie, every time they were doing it, I was like laughing it was bad. Like yeah. they're They're... It dialogue scenes together. It approached so bad atrocious. it was funny at moments. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I laughed at a lot of yeah. the dialogue. Was, because the, the whole central of the movie is kind of like sort of a like like will they won't they thing. Yeah, if you want to call it that, like yeah. the romance thing in the center center, and and neither of them are sending. And you know what? Actually, I think one of the worst things that this movie does is with Sarah. I think like mm-hmm. they never decide whether 
you know, from the trailers, I was like, this is going to be cool. He shows up and she's like, he's been told, you know, you're going to have to take care of her. And she's like fucking badass capable already. This yeah. is going to be really cool. But then they like never really fully do that because they, they keep juxtaposing it with these scenes where she's like, I can't tell him this secret. And like, I have yeah, to mate she with doesn't him. really do anything beyond that. Then it just becomes an arguing match. A yeah. really lame one between Schwarzenegger and Jai Courtney and who's going to protect her. Yeah. It's like... She, well, you trained her up. It becomes She's, like like she should be T two Sarah yeah. Connor, who's incredibly badass. Yeah, like it, that's where you have to get to if you're totally. going to bother. If she's been trained by Terminator, yeah, to you know since she was nine, totally. Yeah. You know, it becomes like Jai Courtney trying to like argue with like the dad figure. It's almost like. Yeah. Like a, that classic triangle of like they the you know him and Sarah hate each other but you know they're gonna work it out by the end of the movie oh, yeah, and they, yeah. and you know him and him and Arnie him butt and heads pops. but they'll work That's it out called, too. That's what they call uh, old Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. Terminator pops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not now, once did that ever feel good. I think no, that's really <laughs> that's really offensive. Tom. Yeah, I, I think the reason I was able to get down with the action in this movie is I did see it in 3D, mm-hmm. so a lot of the like this would be gross CGI stuff. If I was watching it in 2D, I would have been like, Bleh. I was kind of like, oh, I no. saw it in 2D. Uh, yeah, I, like a lot of that stuff, I would have been like, this is disgusting. Stop shoving CGI in my face. Yeah. But because they were doing it in 3D and I was kind of like, this is fun. Like, uh-huh. you know, the melty <laughs> stuff's flying out my face. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like, you I was able to like a that. Simpleton when you well, like, a lot of it is like, there's a scene where they like melt the bad Terminator with all this acid and it's like yeah. fucking gross and, and sweet. And I was like, this is cool. But yeah. like in 2D, I would have been like, this is just stupid CGI. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what I was like. Yeah. Like, I'm bored. I'm really, really, really bored. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, uh, okay, aside from Jai Courtney being a terrible actor, yeah, uh, he's too big to be Kyle Reese. He's yeah, coming more like from giant. He's Courtney. coming from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give that surprise. <laughs> Can't nice. let that pass by. Uh, he's coming from a post-apocalyptic future where they human beings have to live underground and eat like next to nothing. That's why Kyle Reese in the first movie was effective and interesting and a great juxtaposition to the gigantic scary Terminator is this scrawny, malnourished but tough as shit soldier. Yeah, know? yeah, right. Like the, uh, nothing but a survivor. Right. And Jai Courtney is just like, yeah, send me back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell, I'd love to save your mom and bang her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, dude I'm going to make dude, it. Dude, I'm going to go to the future. Yeah. I'm going to fuck your mom. <laughs> what? <laughs> And You've they fuck around with the timeline. <laughs> I, I can get I, like, I, anytime that there's a movie that has to do with time travel. I know that I've got to like forget about logic yeah. going out the window. Yeah. But there's stuff going on like because we know it takes from the a trailers. Great movie to, to to let you forget that. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, they, listen, they try and do too much, too like, much, and things that are like this doesn't make any fucking sense because we know from the trailers that John Connor becomes like a. He's the threat of this movie. Yeah. And, uh, Which is so shit. They don't reveal they, until well yeah. into the fucking movie. So it's like, this is supposed oh, to be like they, a big reveal. But I knew that. Yeah. yeah so no, you wait. The, the director himself you was You patiently like, wait for the movie to like, be like, oh. remember you're from the trailer an yeah. hour and a half in? Right. Because it's so really he, played as like he shows up for a while and you don't know for like a good five or ten minutes. Yeah. Like, and then it happens. It's yeah. like you clear this clear, movie was clearly paced with the idea of when he shows up, you're going to be like, oh, the g- other good guy's back. You'll have like, I mean, they foreshadow it, you know, to Who's the fucking the, T. But what's the name of the guy that plays John Connor? Jason Clark. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that guy. I don't get the appeal of that guy. Uh, I've liked him. He's fine. He's yeah. Good in Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. It's uh, just like oh, yeah, I still haven't seen the, the movie works around a central conceit that if they had just focused on 
could have like there's like ideas in this movie where like I, okay he shows up and everything's different and that's like you know gonna be surprising uh, and fun yeah. but then they're like oh but also this and 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 you're like fucking calm down yeah like oh and he's seeing visions and there's an alternate timeline and there's all this other stuff and he doesn't know and you're like how and i was just like how does the sega genesis fit in? i know and then that doesn't even really come until like the middle of the movie yeah, like the, ge- the, the Genesis stuff and all of it's just yeah. like, yeah, no, we've all been making jokes that Apple is Skynet yeah. for ages, you know, and it's like now the movie's like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, everyone's gonna have a have a smartphone that's all yeah, connected yeah, we'll uh, like to that. the cloud. But and- like, why is John Connor trying to kill his parents that will make that haven't made him yet, so then he won't exist? Well, the the movie smartly uh, sidesteps that by him being like. Because it doesn't matter. This movie's stupid. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, <laughs> like we're, they're lost. Literally we're just like, lost in time. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. You're creating a timeline. They literally say, you can't kill us, because if you kill us, yeah. we won't have birthed you to then be infected and become bad. And he's, and like, he's like, I don't no. think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's the- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Scientific explanation. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, They're like, you can't right. kill us because then you won't exist. Nah. Uh, basically 100%. Seems unlikely. Yeah. He's basically just like, all right, timelines, man. Yeah. I could be somewhere else, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> timelines. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stakes of this movie are so either like like befuddle confusing yeah. or just not there at all because yeah. and i mean i i don't care we're gonna spoil a bit more oh yeah uh, don't bother man don't bother and you know what i don't know if you really really are are tired for some kind of action entertainment you go and see this in 3d there was enough moments where i was oh, like god don't see this in 3D. i was like this is fine it's yeah. a piece of shit but some of the explosions were cool in 3d it was worth it for me to see it but yeah. but the stakes of this movie are so to the point where they're trying to do, you know, an emotional thing with, with Arnold like they did in T2. They have him melt into, like, into chrome and his yeah. eye goes out. It's a yeah. sad moment. And then literally less than a minute later, he's like, oh, hey, no, I didn't die. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he just shows up. He's like, nah, it just made me better. No, it just it turns him into a... <laughs> sorry, big spoiler here, but the, fuck this movie. Yeah. It, he, he He's the all... He's the, T, he's the T-800, right? You know, yeah. the old model. But he falls into a big <laughs> thing of liquid stuff, and so now he's a T-1000. He's all like... Uh, you know, oh sure, because uh, science. Science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck no. Fuck yeah. that. That's and, like a. And, they, that's and a, they're all. They're both just like. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> they're all like, "Oh, cool, let's well, uh, go you know, drive we can off and continue sunset. to live with pops." And let's yeah. that's like a that's like a gen- that's one of the moments of the the Terminator the good Terminator movies. Mm. That's like one of the defining moments, yeah. and then they just shit all over it. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's a bunch of stupidness. Yeah, it just it's it's yeah. There's so many references. There's so many catchphrases that you hear. Arnold again Schwarzenegger again. doing his little smile thing made me laugh every time though. I, not on the third one. Third one's too many. I'm like, okay. <laughs> or fourth one. I don't remember. Yeah, there one. was one at the end where you're like, all right, all right. Trees. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. not not if it's the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah. That Although, just, remember, yeah. <laughs> J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is more the him, best man. part of the movie, but is he's just too like. There's no, it, it, he didn't serve any purpose. Literally yeah. no purpose no. to have. See, okay, so he, uh, Kyle Reese, uh, exactly, you know, in the alley, like, hey, that guy stole my pants, uh, and goes and gets the sweet sneakers. And when, for God's sake, I wish this movie was better and a bigger success, because can I finally get some goddamn Terminator Nikes? Yeah. yeah. Those fucking, <laughs> Kyle Reese Nikes are And they are really the do, like, a, here's a shot of him lacing them up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they do that, and like it's shot for shot, yeah. like taking him off the rack, comparing yeah. it to his uh, bare foot. Although he doesn't, he's not a, as good of an actor as Michael Bean. He does it too fast. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, it's a throwaway. Like yeah. you didn't even, you didn't even look, you fucking moron. Uh, but like then the change room, the foot comes down, pull the Velcro, tighten it. Like it's all there. Yeah. And then obviously that's when he's running from a uh, T one thousand, and Sarah comes in, come with me if you want to live, and all yeah. that shit. And but there's cops because there's cops there, the ones that chase him down the alleyway, yeah. and one of these cops. Dies does, and one of them doesn't, and one of them doesn't. So the cop who doesn't die grows up because they jump. T- they go to 2017. They have their own time machine in '84 as well. Oh. So they, it's <laughs> they all built out of scrap metal. You 20, see, 2017, sure. and now that cop is growing. He's he's J.K. Simmons, and he's been you know people think he's a nut on the force because he talks about yeah liquid robots and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's J.K. Simmons, so he's a fucking great actor, yeah. and that's kind of interesting. I love like, that, like, the reveal of him as, like, you remember me, right? I was the cop from earlier. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's a fun little thing that happened yeah, there. Yeah. Now do, do something with it. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing at yeah. all. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, this movie fucking sucks, man. Wow. Yeah, it's it bad. sucks shit. It's, I didn't yeah. like any scene in it. Honestly, there was nothing. Yeah. I, didn't, I can understand uh, that. I, yeah, when he, the first couple of times when he did his trying to smile thing, I was like, well, you know. Yeah. That's all right. I mean, I like, I love Schwarzenegger. I can yeah. watch like he's him being there. Uh, Athena and I were both like, it, it, him being there is helping me get through this two hours of sitting here hating this movie. Just yeah. he he's accidentally funny sometimes, and yeah. sometimes he's genuinely funny doing this thing. But it's like, it's as light a Terminator performance. It's even lighter than the T three one, which he's pretty jokey in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But at least some of those jokes landed, and you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, T- T- Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines is a better movie than this. <laughs> I, so I, uh, is Terminator Salvation. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I, and those I movies actually suck, haven't man. seen Terminator. Salvation. It's, oh, it's terrible. But yeah. a couple of the action sequences are all right, and some of the set design of that movie is pretty good. Yeah, the the Mc thing is, Jesus. Yeah, McG, his Terminator movie is so like they we're gonna go McGee's instead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator, um, the Salvation is just so like dusty, grim, gray. And they're trying to go back to like fun, crazy, like bright colors in this right. one. That, but that's a little. Not, <clears throat> like, yeah. Terminator One is dark and gritty. And I mean, agree. Yeah. And two is just you know a perfect spectacle of action. Like they're that trying. Heart. They're it's, trying to swing the pendulum back too then far. Beats and moments. Yeah. Tension that has built characters that you care about. Yeah. Dialogue that makes sense. Yeah. Watching this movie as like a dumb piece of shit. I found enough. You're not a dumb piece of shit. I found enough <laughs> entertainment. To match my dumb piece of shitness <laughs> in this movie. It's just 
I've heard it uh, described as like an Albert Pyun movie if they gave him a million <laughs> by Andrew Parker, a uh, Toronto right. guy. And, and, uh. and, and I was like, I totally get that. I don't agree. But like if you watch this movie in 3D with just like crazy dumb shits happening and they put too much in this movie and I get uh, like some entertainment out of it. I, I didn't walk out of this movie being like hating myself for sitting through it. I walked out of this movie laughing telling my brother well, that was the fucking dumbest movie i've yeah. ever like you know what i mean it wasn't like a slog for me but i yeah. think i honestly i think it was because it was in 3d like my dad and i were like it looked cool in 3d and yeah, the fucking again, helicopter 2D, came at so me like it would look me. like a video game in <clears throat> but 2D. like like i yeah I, I didn't like jurassic world all that much but i didn't like hate it i just there were problems with it and yeah things, you know and but it's watchable that's a yeah, watchable movie. It's, it's absolutely watchable. Yeah, it's got some fun scenes in it, and you know, yeah. uh, uh, fine performances. Some of the support stuff is great. You know, and so this is the opposite of that, where it's doing the same kind of thing. Like, remember, 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 remember. We remember. Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. Uh, but none of it. But I'm like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, and and I mean that is a problem with Jurassic World too. But they at least. Oh, I mean, I can't say it's a good movie, and I won't. But I mean, it's way fucking better than this pilot shit. This was just, <laughs> just fuck. Uh, it was yeah. so. Fucking, I think I'll skip it's it. It's not Die Hard Five. That's that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Unbelievably bad. Yeah. Like fascinatingly bad. Yeah. What a fucking like pile not of shit. not it doesn't even feel like the franchise. No, no, that movie. Yeah, Jai Courtney again. But Jesus. Ugh. Oh yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's better in this than he was in that, but he's okay. still a pile of shit. <laughs> he's got to get in that shit bag. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> in, the in the shit bag, Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of shit bags, well, yeah. re- uh, related to the Terminator Genesis, because I wasn't allowed to see it, I uh, uh, I did finally get a chance to see um, the Last Stand. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I yeah. totally forgot in in Bietz. But uh, uh, that movie is uh, part of a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's, fun. A, it's fun. There's like a solid 40 minutes they could have cut out of that movie. <laughs> sure, sure. But yeah, there's a lot of entertaining stuff. In yeah, yeah. Really is. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah, so maybe the, watch that. I, instead I, my, of, by the way, my favorite thing about that movie is his first scene when he walks into town because it just I, it, I feel like I'm watching him walking back into acting like he forgot yeah. to comb his hair he's yeah. walking weird yeah. <laughs> he really is it's so strange in it yeah, yeah. but he lo- I, I, he just looks vaguely out of place anywhere let alone yeah, totally the, and they, they have a, like a cute little joke about how, uh, something about uh, immigrants and, and how it's like his name is like I can't remember what his fucking yeah. name is, but it's a Uber, you know, North American name kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. But they they make a joke about him being an immigrant too, kind of thing. And I'm yeah. like, all right, well, they they've kind of made a little winking yeah. nod to the fact that his movies never acknowledge that, that he's, he's like this a giant foreign man. He's a giant Austrian <laughs> man. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's a fun movie anyway. Yeah, but uh, I'm not here to talk about that movie. No, no sir. You're on the topic of pieces of shit. I'm and here to talk about <laughs> Son of the Mask. Um, <laughs> Son of the Mask from. 2005, uh, directed by Lawrence Guterman. Uh, this film stars Jamie Kennedy, Alan Cumming, among others. Uh, and IMDb describes the synopsis as Tim Avery, an aspiring cartoonist, I see what you did there, finds himself yeah. in oh, a predicament. So, so do they, by the way. <laughs> when his dog stumbles upon the mask of Loki. Then, after conceiving an infant son born of the mask, he discovers just how loony child raising could be. Wink, 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 wink. Cartoons. Wait, sorry. Raises an infant son born of the mask? And according the dog to the has synopsis? sex with. No, no, dog, all, 
Uh, <laughs> so okay, Casey. Un- unfortunately, you watched no. this movie. Let's uh, take us through it. Uh, okay. How this wonderful movie, is it? This movie basically <laughs> it stars Jamie Kennedy and Alan Cumming. Yeah, uh, and, and Cal Penn and Ben is, Stein. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It starts out with Ben Stein, and Ben Stein is hilarious in this movie, to the point where it started out, and I'm like, this movie might be all right. Uh, This movie is simultaneously above Jamie Kennedy's um, uh, ability and way below Alan Cumming's ability, Uh because he Alan Cumming is great. Like he he can be fantastic in a movie. I was so embarrassed for him for completely different movies uh, or reasons that I was embarrassed for Jamie Kennedy. Uh-huh. I'm just embarrassed to watch Jamie Kennedy because he's not good at anything. <laughs> but basically, this the, uh, they go for full out. You know how the the um, the original movie has sort of cartoony, childlike elements, but it's still sort of a grown up kind of movie. Yeah. Uh, this oh, it's mo- like PG-13. And they make like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, this movie full on like takes it into kids movie the the kids movie market kind of thing okay and it basically is trying to be a tex avery uh uh cartoon start to finish yeah um uh it's this movie is so unlikable (laughs) i can't i can't even describe okay so basically it's it sort of frames the movie where uh his dog he's got like a little jack russell dog too yeah. Um and and the dog finds the uh yeah. the the mask and Loki played by Alan Cumming is uh he's trying to find the mask too because his father Odin uh who's played inexplicably by Bob Hoskins. Um, uh, what? <laughs> what? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. But they've got Bob Hoskins he's like all in makeup and and like so he's like, you know, the god in the in the clouds and everything like that, but it's unrecognizably Bob Hoskins until you hear his voice and it just yeah. sounds like Bob Hoskins yelling at somebody, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah, okay. Um so uh yeah so loki's basically like everything is fuzzy in this movie like uh, odin's like you've got to get that that uh mask back because i'm mad at you because you're a jerk and and loki's like okay i gotta go get the mask because my dad's mad at me because i'm a jerk um and so so that that's his motivation then we cut to jamie kennedy and he's uh uh him and his wife are like happy and and everything but but she wants to have a baby but he doesn't want to have a baby because he doesn't feel like he's ready because he's got a really low level job at his uh at the animation studio that he works at (laughs) Mm. his boss is played by Stephen wright and i was like oh i don't like watching Stephen wright slum Mm -hmm. because he's a brilliant man yeah and and it's it's a bummer uh but uh yeah so basically I don't know, guys. It's really going to be difficult to tell you about this because it, it frames it with this thing like, okay, so the dog finds the mask and he is going to a, a – Jamie Kennedy is going to a costume party and he needs a costume. And he's like, oh, I don't have a costume. I'm just going to put on this mask that my dog found. And he puts on the mask and he goes to the – it's a work party and, and he becomes the mask. Um, uh, and he, and you know, he goes crazy. So at the is party it Jamie and, Kennedy in like the Jim Carrey sort of makeup? Yeah, and but it looks like J- uh, Jamie Kennedy. Sure. 
And, and is he doing like the thing? Is he's he... doing a different thing. To his okay. credit, he's doing something different. And actually, when he's doing that thing, because most often it's not him doing the the, the mask acting kind of thing. Yeah. It's either the dog or the baby. Yeah. Um, let me tell you how the baby becomes a mask thing, because <laughs> uh, it's the most interesting thing about the movie. Yeah. Um, when he's doing it, it's kind of like, oh, okay. Well, you've you've. Mm, mm, you're sort of doing a different thing, but you're also still sort of doing the Jim Carrey thing. Yeah. But you're trying to make it your own. I'm reaching, but I'm trying to give him points for it. Sure. Uh, but it's really un, uninspiring, and, and basically there's this whole big dance number that he does, and he impresses everybody at work, and to the point where Stephen Wright, his boss, is like, I'm going to give you a job, being like the job that you always wanted kind of thing. So then he goes home, Jamie Kennedy, still wearing the mask. So he's uh, still the mask guy. Right. Oh, um, I see. And he yeah. goes home and fucks his wife. Right. In this ch- children's movie. And, uh, <laughs> how do they do they like just say he went into a room and like you hear like boy or like what do they do? <laughs> no, I wish there was a boy. No, basically like he, you know, in like his big whirlwind kind of like mask guy, uh he he busts into the house kind of thing and he goes and and his wife is like, oh, you look hot. And I'm like, no, he's got the weird big teeth and everything. Is this, uh, this picture? Oh, that creeped me out. Yeah, that's what he looks that's like. A, that's weird. I just um, looked it up in Google. Yeah. Uh, it's so, like those little Duracell commercials. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got that same plasticky hair or mm-hmm. like, you know, like uh, like a Primus video. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, he goes and he fucks his wife while wearing the hat. Uh, Earth the mask <laughs> while wearing a hat. <laughs> wearing a hat. Um, and anyway, the next day she's like, "Hey, I think I'm pregnant." What? Because um, I've been feeling ill all day. And, and the next day, yeah, the next uh, day she's yeah, like, you "Feel ill after you fuck Jamie Kennedy?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's just what happens. Yeah. Ask his wife. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so so she has a baby, and the baby is just doesn't even have to wear the mask. He's just naturally cartoony, right? And he watches a bunch of like he watches the Flintstones and sees Bam Bam, and he watches the um, the frog, you know, the the Looney Tunes frog. Yeah, oh, I'm a baby. I'm a baby. yeah, yeah. yeah. So he does God, that. I love that. He yeah. Does, yeah, but it's not cool here. No, I don't so, imagine it is. He does that whole routine. So basically, they frame it with those things. And uh, and Jamie Kennedy and the wife goes out of town so that Jamie Kennedy has to deal with the baby on his own kind of thing, and then basically from th- it's forty minutes of them of the baby just reenacting uh, things cartoon from, stuff. from yeah from Tex Avery cartoons, um, and every once in a while Loki will come in like it's it's that thing where it thinks its audience is a bunch of fucking idiots yeah. because they're just kids so they don't yeah. have to do anything so whenever they need Loki to to, to come well I've got you now I want that baby and I want you know the mask kind of thing so uh, uh, he'll just show up and he'll he's about to uh, you know get the baby in the mask and then his father Odin just shows up out of nowhere and goes hey you're I hate you you're a bad son so I'm gonna just take your powers away right now but Odin is the one who wanted him to get the mask and the baby but he just shows up because it's convenient for the plot kind of thing. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's a movie that does not care that you're watching it. No. It, it's just <laughs> it's just filling quotas, filling time, and and <laughs> occasional, like, there's occasional effects where you're like, good enough. That's yeah. good enough for what you're trying to do. But, but for the most part, it's just, it's a real bummer. Did you know that the alternate title for this movie was Baby Formula? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. 
That has nothing to do with the mask. Like, um, and here's a real here's a real inside tip goof about Son of the Mask. But uh, when one of the characters plays Mario Kart, the sound effects are from a different game. Oh man! So that watch is the whole movie again with that in mind. Another goof <laughs> of this movie. You might know this, but the uh, the makers of this movie accidentally cast uh, Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. In it. Oh Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. <A boy-oying>. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> film boners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just that movie that that just kind of goes like, oh well, we need something to happen here. So this guy will show up and, I don't know, do this. Yeah. Um, Richard Roper admitted in the five years he co-hosted with Roger Ebert, this was the film that that brought him the closest to walking out halfway. And looking back, he wishes he had. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was really hard to watch. I actually couldn't watch it all at, at once because I, I just got to a point where I'm like... You said you felt nauseous. Yeah. It, it, it's Well, because it's really embarrassing to watch Jamie Kennedy try. Yeah. Um, and, and again, like it was just... It was really upsetting and cal cal pen yeah that's his name right yeah he's just awful at everything <laughs> have you seen jamie kennedy's documentary called yes. like heckler, heckler or whatever? yeah where he's like fuck oh. you i'm funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> i saw a little bit of that and it was like this yeah. is very uncomfortable I, I watched the whole thing because like i wanted to see the other people like mm-hmm. see what they had to say about hecklers but yeah, yeah it really just devolves into jamie kennedy going like Ugh, this is really uh, this is really frustrating because yeah. I'm funny. Yeah. I don't understand why no one else in the world thinks. <laughs> so. And I don't remember any of the other people really. Like the whole movie seemed to have a. Well, that's like, a disappointing thing. Is yeah. that it's it's it just seems really like a bunch of people movie. being like fuck the critics. I'm funny. Yeah. You can get up on stage and do this thing. <laughs> 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 like okay. Uh, yeah. So so uh, anyway, and, and then something like happens at the end, and then the baby. Baby is still uh, like they they give him the the mask back to to Loki and and then yeah uh, and then it just ends. It's yeah. such a bummer. Oh it's a my real God. bummer to watch. Well, I'm real glad you had to sit through it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I'm pleased with it. Yeah. Um, I also yeah. like that there's message boards on IMDb where one person says, "How is it marked so bad?" There are many other movies more than 100 that are worse than this why is this in the bottom 100 and then all these people piled on like well then name a worse movie <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it, it really is like it it sets everything up like you know how the mask is supposed to be like this crazy cartoon amidst uh the real world so it's the juxtaposition of that that's interesting yeah Th- this movie just sets up a cartoon world yeah like everything is brightly colored and and so so it looks like a cartoon. So the mask within that world is just is fine yeah. Yeah. because that's the world that it is. Like um, it's, it's really poorly thought out, so poorly written. It's it's embar- It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate being embarrassed by a movie. I don't want to turn this into like, uh, how did this get made? Let's read everything off IMDb. But somebody has posted uh, a, a thread here that's called Return of the Mask, a possible idea. And I think we should read this person's potential sequel to this movie idea. Potential sequel to the mask to or to this? To this, I believe. Oh, okay. I think. Uh, no, sorry. Ignoring the event. So, man, Son of the Mask is awful. Even though I bought it, uh, it was on sale. Anyway, 
This is what the third movie should be. Ignoring the events of the second one, the mask makes its way into the hands of a lonely museum guard named Jack. Maybe this guy's a museum guard. (laughs) But when he finds out what the mask is, he looks for help. Then he stumbles onto an article from 1994 saying Stanley Ipkiss saves the day from the mask. He makes his way into Edge City and makes Stanley help him get rid of the cursed thing. It has become like a drug, and now it is almost impossible for him to get rid of it without going after it. With the help from Stanley, Tina, and a newcomer, Mark, and with a horrible <laughs> new villain, <laughs> Killa. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's making up characters. Yeah, in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> this guy is fantastic. He's pitching this movie yeah, with the help to IMDb. <laughs> with the help of uh, Stanley, Tina, and a newcomer, Mark, and with a horrible new villain, Killa, uh, Mike if has returned to Edge City. Cool, huh? Note, if I have misspelled anything, please let me know. <laughs> what a what a wonderfully misguided human being. I love that in the middle of the sentence. And Mark. Yeah, I love that. He's like, but he's like, newcomer, Mark. He's like, I got this idea for a new character. Mark. <laughs> he, he's new. <laughs> I love it. I hope this guy continued to make uh, plots for new movies. Uh, I like it. pretty good. I like he's it. He's already written this movie. I want to know who Mark is. Yeah. I know. What? I hope Let's it's get like to the bottom of just Mark. like it's like brain candy it's like it's just mark yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just mark just a guy, just hey a guy. Guys, he's got I'm, like a baseball yeah. cap but it's not on backwards he's a no, normal no. guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like hey guys i'm mark if you guys need any help i'm over here <laughs> i'm mark <laughs> if you need to call my name call out mark <laughs> just say the word mark and i'll be there <laughs> in a reasonable time frame <laughs> That's uh, how Mark gets the job done. Good stuff. Yes. Well, uh, we listened to an album because uh-huh. Casey lost last week. Uh, and this album was called American Thighs. Yeah. And it was uh, recorded and written by Farouk Assault. Yeah. <laughs> this album came out in 1994 on Minty Fresh Records and re-released through DGC Records later in the year. Uh, most popular... For the songs Seether yeah. on this, uh, I believe uh, Vic- Vic- Victrola was also a single. Seether's the only one I recognize. Yeah. I imagine there were other singles. But. I remember there's another one that I remembered I saw. Number that. One Blind? No. That's the other single off this. Oh, I don't remember what that is. Uh, but they did have a couple other albums with some big singles off them. Yeah? Um, big? Yeah, some pretty like like music video rotation yeah. by Big. I mean, not right. like chart toppers, but... right. That people Some probably who play. watched 120 minutes on MTV would have known. Yeah. Um, I didn't know them from the video. I just knew, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um, this actually, I did go further than just this album into their uh, discography for today. Oh yeah, I, d- I decided after listening to this one uh, a few times, I was like, I want to hear what the rest of it's like, just so I know. Yeah. Was that because you liked this one? Uh, well, let's get into it. All right. Um, uh-huh. now this kind of music is right up my alley. Um, this like early to mid nineties sort of like pop rock, but it's still kind of alternative like yeah. stuff like with Weezer and, yeah. and, and, you know, there are some other bands that I'll mention sweet, eventually. Sweet melodies. And yeah. Crunchy but guitars. crunchy guitars. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I had never heard this album. No, me either. Seether is not a song that I'm particularly familiar with. I, so. I, I, I got a lot of airplay. Yeah. I definitely remember Seether. But I'd, I'd not really... It wasn't familiar to me when I listened to it. No. So this was pretty new for me. Yeah, me too. Um, I understand that this is a popular band, and I liked some of these songs, mm-hmm. but overall I felt like 
every time I listened to this album by the halfway mark, I was like, well, I'm just going to go listen to the bands that are exactly like this that I love. Like, I'm going to go, like, I love that dog. They have two albums that I think are phenomenal albums mm. that are a lot like this. And, and yeah. I was just like halfway was through, their, I was what like, what was their song? Did they have a song? Well, their song off their first album was uh, Hey Old Timer, and Spike Jones did a video for it where they were in running like a corn dog hut, and it was like a kind of hip, like 90s yeah. thing. Uh, but they had some other songs too. Yeah. But yeah, about halfway through, I was like, well, I really just want to listen to that dog right now instead yeah. of this. Because there are some songs I like, but they're all a little too long. The album's a little too long overall. Yeah. And it's all, it's very samey, same, same, same. Yeah. And, or it's basically, it's uh, the the mid-90s, the mm-hmm. album, you know? Yeah, like too many of these songs are mid-tempo rockers, yeah. well, not the, enough the of them are. drummer is terrible. Yeah. The drummer sucks. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't yeah. notice. Well, he's just, well, it's not like he's off time or some shit like that. He's just really boring. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, fills the smack of effort. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, just super, super boring rhythm section. So I it's like, like a real pared down sound <laughs> because I'm not good at playing Lauren drums. Michaels drumming Yeah. It's like, and the guitar work's not all that great either. Like producer. the harmonies are fine. They're very like super '90s harmonies. Yeah, a lot of yeah. bands use this, but shit. they're not. The songs aren't written with the hooks that cut no. through it. And it's a first album, so that's not the worst. And that's why I like listened suck. to them. I wasn't, you know, it yeah. wasn't a, like they weren't terrible to listen to, but they weren't interesting. And I have, but I, I will say that I feel like at track eight, like the second half of the album, is much more interesting than the first half. Mm-hmm. Because Fly is okay. No, I, I don't mind Number One Blind. I like yeah, Number I One like Blind. I think that's probably the best song in the album. Or yeah, it was weird for me anyway. to know that Seether's the it, big it hit. It felt different. It was the first one that wasn't just like yeah. chug, 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 yeah. chug for fucking four minutes. Like I, really, it's this mid-tempo, that's uh, the biggest my numbers, mid-90s grunge yeah. thing. The worst thing I think about this is that too many of the songs are mid-tempo it's two yeah. and, and are like four to five minute songs yes and so like about halfway through the songs you're like this is too mid-tempo you're taking yeah. too long yeah um i did like some of the moments where they kind of when they slowed down it wasn't like they slowed down to get introspective i like that some of the slowed down was like a little kind of like chuggier kind of sludgier yeah but I mean, not, not by though. any but, actual I mean, this sludge. Was, yeah, this particular sound from the '90s, I was not into. Yeah, when it was going on, like I'm like boring. I don't care for yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't into it either. But I was playing a lot of it because yeah. I was in a, a band with uh, a girl who was super into it. Yeah, and she wouldn't let anybody what was else the band write name? songs. Uh, oh Christ, I can't remember. It was <laughs> oh, so, it was I want to so know. Dumb. It was. Wait, would you have the band name? Yeah, you you must remember. I come on. <laughs> there, there were there I there were a couple. One was um, <laughs> one of yours of bad names. Yeah, this is like the <laughs> I am one, Dan B of you. Yeah, <laughs> there was one. Oh, fuck, I, I knew there were two. <laughs> Come on, there's one that's it's like a name and a thing. Fuck, uh, I remember, <laughs> like uh, you know, like letters to Cleo or something. Uh-huh. Like that. It was something like uh, uh, Al. Ah, uh, fuck, Alanon. Alanon? No, it's not Alanon. Oh, that was just where you went for your problems. It's like Allison something, but not Allison James. Allison Blunderland. No, that sounds familiar to me. I feel like you told me this when we were in college or something. It was like something. Or like like Alistair or something. Alistair's uh, Tombstone or something. Alistair's Grave. (laughs) Alistair's Grave. Alistair's Grave. (laughs) 
Oh, that's amazing. We made it. Oh, God. <laughs> Alistair's grave? That's not embarrassing. No. Come on. Come on. That uh, is so I want dumb. it to be way it's worse. It's a little serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's a little uh, uh, yeah. late 90s. Uh, well, actually, we, well, we were early 90s, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm an older fellow. Well, uh, I was uh, in a band called the Tony Stanzas. Uh, <laughs> oh, cleverness. And our rival band was called Solar Flare, and we made fun of them for that name a lot. Yeah, <laughs> well, yours really. is better than Solar Flare. Yeah, yeah. uh, I was in a band called... First band I was in was called Tabula Rasa. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's so gross. Really horrible. Uh, then I convinced them to change it to Pigs in Space. Okay. <laughs> and uh, then they didn't like that, so we became... Fixed. <laughs> that's, 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 that's not that bad. Fixed, uh, I don't know. either. <laughs> I kind of like Pigs in Space. When I was yeah. very happy yeah. with Pigs in Space. Well, you were in a, in a uh, not so much a band as a recording project uh, call, uh, named after an Elmore Leonard novel. Maximum Bomb. Called Maximum Bomb. Oh, yeah, I thought that was a delightful name. That is great. Mm-hmm. Well, that was Band Corner. Yeah. Um, you should probably go listen to some of the better. I mean, I went and listened to some of their other albums. Yeah, yeah. And they're okay. Is there a progression? Because again, I can't. I don't want to damn a band that's got some pretty good harmonies. Yeah, no. And some okay hooks here and there if, on like some pedestrian playing on their first album. It feels like they don't get to the songwriting. Like, like you need like those big sugary hooks or those like I mean they do it once in a while. All this band needs is a guitar player who can play some lead lines. A drummer who's not afraid to uh, really know, let loose once, yeah, in a while. do something, and they'll be th- they'll be there. They're, then the lifts will happen, you know, because yeah. there's a couple of like vocal pushes that are yeah. pretty good. But I'm yeah. like, there's nothing else happening here to support this, so I can't really get down on it. I think if you were to take like the three full lengths that they've already put out yeah. and take the best songs off that, yeah. like that, you'll have a good 25 minute album. Yeah. Good, yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm like, this is pretty good. But, yeah, yeah. But, there's, okay, there's yeah. potential here. But I mean, I won't. I went to the other albums thinking like they're going to have, because like I don't really like the first That Dog album, then the second and third ones I love. And there's yeah. a progression. And I was kind of hoping for that. I was like, the next one will be the one that I'll go for. Right. And I I just kept being like, well, I like these songs. And maybe the next one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that was what I thought anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of... What, what, what did she mention in that email? A couple of bands that were like in line with us, like Elastica, Elastica and stuff. And, did, and she did say uh, Letters to Cleo. Letters to Cleo, yeah. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Right yeah. on. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't care for Elastica either because their only like notable hit is just a uh, yeah. rip-off of a Wire song. So. Yeah. Oh, what Wire song? Uh, from uh, Pink Flag. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Rumba? Like three? St- uh, yeah, Three Girl Rumba. Oh, really? Burn. Yeah. Burn. 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 Like and it's like the same kind of production. Yeah. Oh it yeah, sounds exactly the same. Except they go. Yeah, I I don't I never understood. Like a lot of people, people whose musical t- uh, taste I respect mm-hmm. are, are like, yeah, Alaska was like the good of, of the. Well, that's what they say. That's what uh, she said in this email. Yeah, I don't get that. Um, she I said, remember hearing yeah. their album and going like, oh yeah, no, this is just this is more of that derivative kind. Yeah, of she said they this that Veruca Salt were alongside bands like Letters to Cleo and Alaska. Although I argue Alaska did it the best, but didn't go as kind of full on as Babes in Toyland or L Seven. Right, who were like trying to Actually, go a little bit further. She, she very cleverly uh, referenced, uh, you know, like throwing tampons. Yeah, because L seven. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a big L seven thing. Uh-huh. Sweet. Oh, this <laughs> girl here. I'll I'm gonna put a little music sample for you. In case, okay. In case you only know Elastica, this is not them. <laughs> Do you have the Elastica? 
No, I don't. That's uh, Three Girl Rumba by Wire off the brilliant Pink Flag album. If you don't know what that is or have never heard it, you should listen get to that it. shit. You're crazy. That album is great. Yeah. Oh, man. Pink Flag. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say don't listen to this uh, Veruca Salt album. Go listen to Totally Crushed Out by That Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll go back to this. Yeah. I just, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's stuff I didn't listen yeah. to back then. I don't got to go listen to it now. It's the song that someone, <laughs> if someone will put one or two of these songs on a 90s playlist or whatever, yeah. and you'll be like, not that bad, but, you know, yeah, there's I don't nothing need to hear the album. It, but there's yeah. nothing really new to find yeah. here. This is just, uh, like, a lot of this 90s stuff has not aged well. It's yeah. really trapped in a little bit of a time capsule that's not interesting to go back to. Some things that are of their era are cool to listen to because they're of their era, but a lot of this stuff was really just, like, not very well played, slopped out shit. Well, yeah, and because, I mean, that, it was... This isn't garbage, but it's not... It was a music scene that was that was started by interesting music, but it was all sort of based more on like this sort of ethos that yes. that, that was really half-assed and not yeah. explained by well, anyone. Right. So so it was there was like more of an aesthetic than a, yeah. a focus on learning how to, how to write a fucking and that's, song. Yeah, yeah. And that led into like, you know, uh, major labels being like, oh, Weezer's hot right now, so let's, or whatever. Grunge is hot yeah. right now, so anyone Grunge, with a fuzzed out guitar yeah, yeah, is going to yeah. get, so yeah. it was, you yeah. know. I mean, DGC did a lot of that. Yeah. Like, they snapped up whatever the fuck they could yeah. of, of that type of thing. Yep. Totally. They also put out, you know, Sonic Youth records and stuff. That's so, true. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Casey gets to li- uh, to give us an album now because he lost another week in a row. Yeah. So, uh, he gave us this. He rub could it be, in, Dan. He, <laughs> he could be going any which way with this, but loose. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't go but no loose. No loose. <laughs> <laughs> That guy went butt losing banana school. (laughs) (laughs) Which is. It's a really sad case. He just ended up going butt losing banana school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Okay, uh, for this week's uh, punishment album, I I need your guys' help in remembering things. Because um, I did a lot of drugs in high school, so <laughs> okay. I'm, not good, I'm not good at remembering things. Yeah, um, I there was an album that came into my mind uh-huh. that is so perfect, so embodies what the punishment album should be uh-huh. that I'm was shocked that we hadn't done it before, and then I started to go, did we do that before? Uh-huh. And if we did, it was it was uh, one of our first uh, right. times that we had it. Okay. Right. Um, and I, I, if we did, I'm pretty sure I gave it to you. Have we done the Chris Gaines album? No, it's on this list, my old giant list. It was on there for <laughs> ever. <laughs> okay. Very Garth good. Brooks is Chris Gaines. Garth oh, Brooks yeah. is weird. Yeah. Attempt at- oh man, yeah. I sat on that fucker forever, and then I just forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Shit. And it Nicely came into done. my mind, and I was like, "How the fuck yeah, how have we not we done, done that?" that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so for those who don't know what Chris Gaines is, the hilarious, <laughs> one of the of craziest Chris things that ever happened. <laughs> yeah, Garth Brooks. If you remember Garth Brooks, who I still contest. Uh, has some fantastic songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big country guy or anything no. or new country or whatever, but he actually had a couple of really great songs. Yeah. Um, well, I say yeah, but I just know th- I know that enough people that I respect musically have said that. that yeah. I'm, he, I'm sure he must. Yeah, because I don't I don't listen to it. Anything I've heard, I've been like. Well, I don't like this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a, that's a really big hat. It's it's a very big hat. <laughs> and all of his album covers, I was like, 
what's going on here? Why are you even trying just leaning again? The album's called Fences, and it's or No Fences, and it's him leaning on a fence. <laughs> but so clearly, clearly, at least one, one fence. fence. <laughs> You're like, come on, man. That's Try amazing. a little harder, guy. Yeah, or or call it No Fences, psych. <laughs> Because there's a fence. Yeah. But um but so this album was his attempt at uh creating an alter ego. Right. Yeah. I think is what he's doing. It so, says here that he was trying to make it into a movie. Well, yeah. Right. Because oh, this was gonna this, be a big, big thing. This comes with a whole like th- this is one of like a multi million dollar uh flop kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um it, it it came with a whole marketing campaign. There was a remember when VH one used to do behind the music? Yeah. There was a whole behind the like music. Like a fake behind the music. A fake behind the music yeah. with people like Billy Joel. Uh, like I remember because I saw part of it. So I'm like, I've got to fucking see yeah. this. Um, uh, talking about Chris Gaines and, and how he's a mysterious rock star. And and uh, so basically, yeah, like it's it's uh, uh, Garth Brooks' alter ego where he wears like uh, um, a wig. That, yeah, he's got I, I some bangs, man. Yeah, like yeah. it's oh, like... Oh, you a, know, I'm wrong. He's he's not leaning on a fence on the No Fences cover. It's a different album. Uh-huh. But he's, he's leaning on something. You just don't know what it is. I'm presuming a fence. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, now I'm starting to get to yeah. question whether it is a fence. Yeah. The, um, the wiki for Chris Gaines, the album, basically said... Uh, Garth Brooks was trying to make an album, a movie called The Lamb, where he would star as a fictional rock and roll guy who is looking back at different parts of his life, and then the songs play all the parts of the his life and stuff. Right. right. And then that didn't happen, so they just put this album out earlier than they had anticipated. Yeah. And then he played Saturday Night Live and did one of his two songs in this character. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it just seems like if okay, you're gonna try and make this big movie thing, yeah. and that's not gonna happen. And then you like it seems so botched. Yeah, like, and really oh, we got to get it on out on every now. level, and yeah. it costs a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it just it seems like for something that that is so on its face ill advised. Yeah, uh, like that that they went that far with it, and the public just went boo. <laughs> And then he immediately was like, okay, sorry, 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 okay, sorry. Yeah. Like, it just it, I, it pulled I, immediately out of it. I'm it, super excited to check it this did out. Get, uh, this crap. number two on the Billboard 200, Oh, though. yeah, no, yeah. people were like, he has a, such a dedicated fan base. Like, his albums, oh. have, it blew my mind when I was when I used to read, like, what albums were selling and stuff like that and cared what the top ten of all time were. Yeah. Um, and seeing that his albums were in there, like, he had, like, a couple in the top 20. I'm like, this guy, like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I only heard the one song. I didn't even know how it's getting out there. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a whole other type <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a music listener in this country, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but Jesus, like wildly popular, yeah, like crazy. Like there, there was two things going on in the early nineties, like uh, Nirvana blowing up as far as rock and roll went, and this shit, and yeah. this shit sold more, yeah, and it gave, oh yeah, yeah, well because like it's it's. Uh, um I think it's a more affluent fan base, or or it's it's a wider fan base because like you've got the sort of down home kind of like uh, like my my hometown loved this shit, mm-hmm. uh, it, like so you've it sort of spanned and and also it was poppy enough mm-hmm. that moms and 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 like you know you know minivans kind of yeah, just yeah. came with oh, al- yeah. with these albums. Fuck yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, I guess they I guess those are the people who just snapped this Chris Gates stuff up. Yeah. Crazy. But, uh, so we'll we'll have to report back and see what it's like. Have you guys heard any of it? You guys have listened to it? I I heard this single way okay. back when, but and I remember the single is 
has a weird hip hop influence in that mm-hmm. it's based on another song. Okay. Uh, of of uh, uh, an earlier song. I can't remember what uh, song okay. it was. Okay. I have no idea what to expect. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's going to yeah, be... No, I don't remember enough that... I just remember the hair. Yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. I remember more than the hair. I remember the little uh, the little triangle beard. Yeah. Right. On another, the cover, yeah. That was another, uh, another part, part of, of his personality. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. So we'll report back with that. Yep. Uh, we've got a roll. We haven't discussed it. No, we have not. But I assume winner's choice. I would assume that as well. Uh, there's a couple things coming out. Nothing looks amazing. Selfless kind of looks all right. Uh, kind of, but I don't want to really. I don't know. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind watching I'll it, but watch I'd watch it on, it on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's some stuff out there that we can get to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to make the loser minions? I have oh. not seen any of the Despicable Me movies, and I feel I like saw, I saw half of the first one, and I thought it was I heard they're good. Charming. I think I saw, I saw, yeah, I saw the last yeah. half of, of the first one, and I was like, I wish I had seen the first. Yeah, half. not as a judgment on the series, but as a like they've spun it off into the characters, and it's like, do any of us really want to run out and see Minions right now? I, you know what? I saw that it was on some a, a, a pirated copy was on YouTube, and I was like, no. Oh. I'll oh yeah. This. Okay. Well, but it was a bad copy. So maybe like we should really pick something film. else. So yeah, I don't feel like that's really a okay. punishment. I did notice something on Netflix. Okay. Uh, this afternoon. Um, Keep your eyes I had a really horrible like time it. in the theater watching the One Direction documentary. Ooh. That's some painfully long. I shit. know exactly where you're going you with know this. What I, did you want me to show them? Go what for it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did notice that Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Show them what you're made of. Where did that come from? Because I don't know. it looks recent. It, yeah. It is. It's from 2015. And, and you know what? I like forty-one these, minutes long. I like these music ones because those go either way. I didn't hate the Katy Perry movie. Yeah, it was in three D. I, I it was, don't hate yeah. Katy Perry. No, I like her music a lot. Yeah. Um, but going to it, I was like, this is not for me, and yeah. I don't want to run to the theater to see this. Yeah. But I like those because, like, you know, there's the One Direction one that you saw. There was another one, wasn't there? Or did you see the one? Who somebody I, saw? No, I, I saw One Direction. Okay. I saw. And that was a long, painful experience. Yeah. 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 So I, I like that. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to watch this. All right. All right. Casey's uh, rolling for Backstreet Boys versus... I just right, right in the mic. Right, like I pulled the mic up to my face. <laughs> and you're like, oh, right in here. I'm, I'm sorry. Don't listeners. roll on the carpet. This is Backstreet Boys versus Winner's Choice. Right under the fridge. Do that. Ah, two. <laughs> that's, a, that's a two. That's a good solid two. That's a good solid winner streak, too. And now that I'm saying this, I'm going to roll zero. Drop the deuce. <laughs> uh, that's a five. Indeed. Greg is rolling Backstreet Boys versus Winner's Choice, and he has rolled a four. Right. Four. Just Casey. like how many times Casey's lost. <laughs> <laughs> this You've is a rolled. fucking streak, dude. Oh, it's, it's a serious streak. This is I a streak know. on par with the Dan Gorman streak early in the first oh, year. Yeah, yeah, that first year. I was, uh, <laughs> I was never won. Yeah. <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> I think I had the first. The first you had the first losing yeah. streak, uh, but then, then I like doubled I it. Really had one since. Yeah. No, no, I had so. a bad one for a while there too. Well, you, you missed did, out yeah. on like a couple big ones. Yeah, that yeah. first. Yeah, a couple yeah. rough ones. The Gorman streak was still the. Whew. The Gorman streak is the uh, that's the the, <laughs> we, we the gold the, standard. You started bringing in new dice, trying I know. to break the curse. <laughs> <laughs> and I I remember getting like pretty like yelly upset like why why is my life like this (laughs) well that's why i've taken over losing because uh you're scary (laughs) (laughs) 
Damn. Oh, okay. Right. Well, Backstreet's, Backstreet's Boys. back, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Backstreet's back, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Casey is going to sit at home, watch some Backstreet Boys behind the scenes. Yeah. I really hope that yeah, you're like... Yeah, who knows? Maybe there will be a companion album. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe yeah, it'll I be the... this thing was going to come hand in hand with something come Backstreet Boys back related. Uh, maybe it'll be the some kind of monster for the Backstreet Boys. Maybe it's like a legitimate like look into like their lives. Like a real documentary. Like a real, yeah. I, I really hope it is like a like, like, like a but it wasn't all drama expose. I wish I could think of yeah. a Backstreet Boys song, <laughs> but it wasn't all Backstreet Boys are back. All right, it should just be a cheaply filmed. All right, it should just be a cheaply filmed street fight between Backstreet Boys <laughs> and New Kids on the Block. Yeah, yeah. that's all. I, that's all anyone wants to see. <laughs> like like them fight, fighting over a, a piece of cheese or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bologna. Uh, Okay, uh, well, we are two hours in, and we're about to run oh into some God. 90210. Long these days. So let's get into 90210 Yak Relay. Yes, please. I almost said corner. Speaking of musicians, uh-huh. this <laughs> oh, episode's no. got some music. Oh, I love it when they, love some when they have a new favorite stuff. band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this who, I, I had uh, color me bad. Yeah, uh, I had REM, and they were like, "I don't think little girls like this." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, REM was on the show? No, but they, oh, they yeah, played yeah, they constantly featured, through right. the episode. A whole bunch of REM. Now I don't like, believe yeah. um, that. I don't believe that the bands in this are real. Oh, but uh, oh, is, it, is this like is David? Is yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Is this like Battle of the Bands at the school or something? Maybe. No, not. You'll Battle. hear all about it yeah. right now. Okay, come on, come okay. On. Tell, me, tell me. Tell me. I need to, to know. Nine hundred two one zero season three. Wild horses. Mm-hmm. So we open Andrea still in a wheelchair. Steve is pushing her, and she is talking about the legacy key, and seems worried. the The B or C plot is all about people talking about like someone's got to take the fall for this legacy key break in. Uh huh. So they're talking about that. Uh, and there's some hubbub in the office. People are talking about it, and Steve's a little like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna get you know caught for all that stuff I did." Uh, before we get into the episode, what was the name of his friend that helped him? Uh, Herbert. Herbert. Okay, I could not remember his name. Yeah. I didn't catch it while I was watching it, mm-hmm. so I was just putting spaces and saying like, "I'll remember this later." Yeah. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> Brenda is talking about breaking up with Dylan and how no one has seen him, and she's worried he's drinking somewhere. Uh, oh. Kelly says something about a spotlight for David's music uh, concert. They're they're going to like the music spotlight tonight, and David's going to play there. <laughs> Wait, Kelly's hanging out with Brenda. Uh, I guess so. At the beginning, huh, but maybe really? maybe it was Donna. I Probably was watching Donna. it in low quality. You like it was set on the lowest setting. It's possible right. it was Donna. Um, because the, the, another plot in this episode. I'm all like, um, excuse me, yeah. me. Because uh, a lot of this plot is about how they don't like being in, near each other. Right. So you're right. probably correct about that. Right. So uh, I'm essentially uh, correct. essentially correct. Dylan in, is in his car somewhere, and it's broken down, and uh, he sees a woman riding a horse, and I'm like, this is exactly like Cool as Ice, <laughs> Vanilla <Yes>. Ice. <laughs> Only he can't drive by her. So she rides up to him, and they talk, and romantic music plays, and she gives him a ride to a gas station or something. Mm-hmm. Back at school, Steve is worried about things with the key again. Uh-huh. Brandon comes up and talks to Steve about how it's all good. Don't worry. Uh, oh. Nikki comes up and hugs Brandon. 
Uh, and then David arrives, and uh, Brandon and Nikki say, hey, don't choke at your big music spotlight. And he's like, that's a nice thing to say, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the support, fuckfaces. Yeah, so then David goes and tells Steve that he called the venue, and they didn't know anything about David Silver and his performance tonight. And Steve's like, uh, don't worry about it. And then he leaves the scene and goes and calls the showcase venue. And he's like, uh, can I get a band on your uh, bill tonight? You didn't even book them yet. Oh, God, oh, Steve, man. you, you idiot. piece of shit. God. Uh-huh. So that happens. Uh, where am I here? <laughs> yeah, hasn't booked it yet. Now Dylan is at some house with the horse riding woman. And he can't get a part for his car over the phone, and he asks her if there's a place for him to stay around, and she's like, you could stay in the guest house. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's going to happen. He's with this sort of like horse-riding, ranch-owning woman, and he's going to stay in her guest house. be a stable boy. Yeah. Got a horse-riding woman. <laughs> <laughs> At the music spotlight, there's a lot of industry crowd there, and they say that uh-huh. because Brandon's like, hey, just look for the short, bald guy in glasses, uh, industry type. I'm like, funny joke, uh, Brandon. That's the same joke. They made that joke in uh, one hot... Mi- what was it? The Ashley Olsen, Judd Nelson? Oh, yeah. In a New York minute? Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they made that same joke. Uh, yeah. Uh, how do I know which guys are the A&R guys? Oh, just look for the old guys in suits. Yeah. Dancing like white guys or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Anywho. David, <laughs> David's going up first. David's going to go on first, but he didn't get the sound check. He's complaining Uh-oh. to Steve about his equipment's not set up right. Oh, the, you know, he's the show's already late. Nothing's set up right. Yeah, he's yeah, freaking right, out. Steve's a piece of shit. And Steve's yeah. like, I don't worry about it. Uh, Kelly asks Brandon where Dylan is, and Brandon doesn't really know, and they're like, where the fuck is Dylan? Uh, so then we're back at the music thing. The MC comes up on stage and brings out David Silver and the commotions. Oh what? God! David Silver and the Commotions. Who are the Commotions? And his what do band. They do? What are they? Is that, He's the, got a band. A band? <clears throat> yeah. So it's not just like backups. It's, it's like a whole band. Like a drummer and a bass player. And, and the music that plays is like kind of hip hoppy drums, but there's an acoustic guitar going like like kind of like jangly oh, acoustic. God. Jesus. Uh, and then he starts rapping, and he's a pretty not great rapper. Sure. Uh, at mm-hmm. the time. I remember yeah. being like, he's fine on his album. Yeah, but you loved his album. No, whatever. <laughs> I did not love it. Um, and the gang seems really into it, but then yeah. something goes wrong, guys. Oh, God. Oh, no. There's feedback. Oh his microphone God. goes all fuzzy, and people start throwing crumpled paper at him. <laughs> like, instantly turn on him. It doesn't happen. And... The best part about hey, this... Hey, your mic is broken. <laughs> oh, fucking asshole. <laughs> you ruined my night, you piece of shit. The best thing about it is, aside from the feedback, his song actually gets cooler because the distorted microphone sounds exactly like the thing the Beastie Boys do. It's like, uh, like uh, it's really fuzzy, and I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> it's just if, if it wasn't for that feedback. Like, right. it actually starts to sound like, oh, now this is kind of cool because it's yeah, all yeah. fuzzy. Yeah. Right. But, like, they try and make it out like he's, like, putting his finger <laughs> in his ear and being like, what? crumpled up paper head. You're cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he, like they're really Here's playing it up. Contract. <laughs> <laughs> crumpled up record contract. Crumpled up record contract. Asshole. Yeah. And, all the, and the gang's kind of like, oh, shit. 
shit, but it's like not that. Like I mean, it just sounds like there's some feedback, and yeah. he's like, yeah, putting his finger in his ear, being like, I can't hear what I'm trying to rap, uh, but he keeps it up. He's not like fucking it up. Yeah. So it's yeah, kind of like whatever, David man. David Silver's a professional. He is a professional musician. Above yeah. Of all, the else. distortion on his vocals sound awesome. Uh, but uh, we cut back to Dylan with the uh, uh, stable woman. I don't think I ever wrote down her name. I apologize. She's asking him how old he is and asking him about like like his life and. Uh, he's kind of like, well, what's your take on me? And she's like, I bet whatever you left back there in Los Angeles deserved to be left. And you know, money, you know what money can't buy? Money can't buy freedom. And that's what we got out here. Freedom. Uh, and he's like, oh freedom yeah. Millions. He's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, going to help you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, we did. Her name things. is Anne, by the way. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Hello, Anne. Uh, her. <laughs> um, her name is Egg. <laughs> uh, she calls it a man egg. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly uh, is. They're they're back at the music uh, thing, and Kelly's like, at least he looked good up there. And sorry, Donna is like, at least he looked. Good. No, actually, it was. Uh, oh. Maybe it was Kelly. Yes, Kelly was there because Brenda's not here at this music thing. So Kelly's uh, like, at least David Silver looked good up there. And Donna's like, maybe the music like was supposed to be like that, all noisy and chaotic. Maybe it was a choice. And then Nikki's like, I've been around bands long enough and nobody samples feedback. And I was like, I'm pretty sure at some point lots of hip-hop people have sampled feedback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they all lie to him when he comes about like, yeah, that was good, man. Yeah. And he's like, you're lying. I'm not an idiot. No, uh, it's great. We love it when you dance and stuff. Yeah. And you fuck everything <laughs> up. Really cool. Uh, and no, then he, we love it when you fuck things up. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's the best. People threw that shit at you. Yeah. Yeah. I, more, I should have brought things. I have, I have to go <laughs> buy paper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let me know when you're performing next. I'll load up. Yeah. I'll bring rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then Steve's like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. And he's like, you're fucking fired, Steve. And then Steve's Yo. like, I'm out of here, I guess, because uh, yeah. I'm upset about this. Fired. <laughs> you're fired, Steve. I'm out of here. I guess. Also, I was just fired, so... Yeah. Uh, and then the MC comes back. They're still all here at this music thing and brings up Diesel Stone and the Waste Management. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's uh, is that a real her, band? That's Nikki's ex, right? Nikki's ex. Mm-hmm. You know Wait, it. What? Yeah, yeah. She mentioned it earlier yeah, in the episode I watched when she is um, uh, putting the moves on David. Yeah. Diesel Stone and the, the waste, waste Management. management. Yeah. And uh, Nikki gets visu- visibly upset, and David Silver like whispers to Brandon, like, I think she used to date the keyboard player. <laughs> <laughs> and then we show the band Why and the keyboard player. Stop at me. <laughs> the keyboard is... <laughs> no one respects me. <laughs> they show the band, and the keyboardist is playing a key, like a big red keytar and like yeah. staring at her. And it is hilarious. Dynamite. <laughs> like, you think it's a keyboard player. She dated the keytar player. player. And then they start playing in the and it's 90s. Like, yeah. Come on, man. They start playing well, and it's the like, one dude who's less cool than Brandon. <laughs> they play like pseudo 90s metal, like kind of like heavy pop metal. With and a keytar. And it's like, why is there a keytar here? <laughs> and, and he's just staring at her like, oh. <laughs> it's crazy. And 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 like the keyboard, the keytar is huge. <laughs> Good. And he's making like funny trying to be serious faces at her the whole time. Uh, and then they approach after the show, Nikki and Diesel, and uh, she's like, "He's uh, Diesel. He's Diesel." So he, the band is named after him. Uh huh. He's the, the keyboard, the, the keyboard player. player, and he's not <laughs> singing either. He's, he's just playing, he's just the playing keyboard. 
so they approach and he's like uh, she's like Nikki says to Diesel I thought you fell off the planet or something and he's like you know you hear that new song we played I wrote that one for you can't believe I'm seeing you right now or whatever and he's like you should come hang out at a dump later <laughs> with my friends waste management yeah. are they actually waste management no, they look like kind of like 90s metal <laughs> punk guys like like he's wearing like a leather vest with nothing underneath it on his like uh, his top half yeah, of course um, look you should hang out we'll yeah. take a dump later <laughs> <laughs> waste management <laughs> <laughs> but, look if you're gonna take a dump later I will manage it <laughs> now He's basically like inviting her to like a house party. I don't know why he's like, yeah, we'll come hang out at a classic dump later. I'm like, that's a weird way to put it. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, I can't because like I'm, you know, I'm not going to do that with you. And he's like, well, we're leaving. She's like, maybe we'll do it another day. And he's like, I can't do it another day. We're leaving La La Land tomorrow. Oh, God, I love it when people call it that. <laughs> and then she like laughs and chuckles and is like eating it up. Uh-huh. Like uh, super into it. And <laughs> That's for the representation of her laugh. Yeah. That's what I assume. <laughs> Probably. La La Land. Yeah. She says she can't go because she's there with Brandon, her boyfriend. And then Diesel Stone makes fun of, he's like, Brandon comes over and is like, what's up? And he's not having any of this. And the Diesel Stone guy's kind of a dick to about it. And he's like, you guys see the vanilla ice reject that came up earlier? <laughs> and then Brandon's like, that reject was my friend. <laughs> And then the and then Diesel Stone's like, yeah, uh, maybe you just need some practice. He's a little, you know, he's new or whatever. And then for some reason, he calls Axl Rose a sellout and leaves. <laughs> anyway, it's getting late. Axl Rose is a sellout. <laughs> so I'm out of here. You guys I think Brandon said something like, "See you later, Axl," as like an insult, and he's like, "Axl Rose is a sellout." I'm oh, out of here. Bro. So Brandon <laughs> goes and calls him a loser, and Nikki gets really defensive about Diesel not being a loser. Uh, uh, but she's like, uh, uh, he invited us to a party, so we should go. And Brandon's like, well, we should really go back to the Peach Pit with the gang. And she's like, uh, we always go to the Peach Pit, Brandon. And he's like, well, we got to go back and uh, like be with uh, D- uh, David Silver. You know, he just had a bad night. Like, we got to go like be his friend. And uh. and she's like, but I want to like go to this party. And he's like, you know what? Is it me or or is it him? Like, are you going to hang out tonight with me or him? And she's like, he's only in town one night. And he's like, guess you made your decision. Yeah, he's not wrong. No. Uh, so Brandon and Brenda talk about the situation in her washroom that night. Uh, she says... <laughs> Wait, sorry. What's the situation in her washroom? Every Waste situation. Management. Waste management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, cough into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Burp into it too, please. Oh man, I'm having She's so many emotions. She's taking a dump and he's in there <laughs> managing it. <laughs> he's like, uh, "Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Don't stop. Are you are you done yet?" She's like, "I've been stopping in the middle all this time. <laughs> are you done yet? No. Then by all means, keep going." Keep so they're they're talking about all uh, by, by situation. I mean, her and Kelly and him and this and right. all of the drama. Yeah, uh, and she's like. You know, you guys could have, you and Nikki could have went and made an appearance at this, like, dump party, I guess, <laughs> and, like, not made such a big deal out of it. Just go, say hello, and that's it. And he's like, you know, you're right. And she's like, you're really judgmental when you're jealous. And Brandon's like, yeah, well, you dodged our friend's show, so you couldn't have to, so you didn't have to see Kelly. Boom. And Brenda's Truth. like, you're right. And then she also says, you should go apologize to Nikki. Call her house. 
And so he's like, you know what? You're right, Brenda. I should apologize. I was being a real Brandon about this situation. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to call her. She's not there yet. Still out. It's like late at night. Oh, gosh. So she's still with uh, her ex. Oh, gosh. Um, Dylan. She's watching another man take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan is still with Anne, um, the horse tamer, if you will, and <laughs> is talking about how she... Dylan is talking to her about how he used to ride horses, too. She's like, that's surprising. I wouldn't have pegged you for someone who would uh, ride horses. And he's like, whatever, deal with it. He's like, yeah, I also like cheeseburgers. What? Got any cumin? Uh, I have many varied interests. Yeah. Horse saver. And she's like, I want to get to know you better or whatever. And she offers to let him ride uh, like her, her, like, well, here comes that part. She's like, you can ride Shadowcaster or something like my prized possession horse, like priceless horse. Uh, And she's like, horses get bored if they always get rode by the same person. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> oh, oh, the double entendres delicious. Yeah. Hey, hey, why'd you have sex with this horse? For? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was she re- was she referring to her vagina as a horse? I don't know. Uh, you be the judge. Well, if um, she was, I'm very aroused. <laughs> David announces on the radio about firing Steve, which is kind of a dick move. Like, hey, oh, everyone in the school, sh- I fired Steve. <laughs> That's a total dick move. <laughs> and he even says on air, so long, Steve-o. <laughs> wow. What and then an Steve asshole. shows up and he's upset, obviously. Yes, Steve was the one who stole the key. Yes. <laughs> uh, Steve's upset, goes to the DJ booth and is like, come on. And David's like, No. So they're having it out. Why uh, didn't Steve um, punch him a bunch of times in the face for being a dick on the radio? Well, here's the him. thing. Uh, keep in mind that Steve has done a lot of bad things, and it might be weighing on his mind. I'm not saying. And mm. Anyway. It's not the only thing that's weighing on his mind. It's the big ramen, uh, ramen on his neck. <laughs> um, Steve goes to the janitor guy, I think. Uh, I, this is the first I've seen of the janitor. I didn't know what he looked like, but I was like, he's, oh, he's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I guess this janitor guy, the janitor is now being accused of being involved with the break-in and potentially more. So he might have to give up Steve to the cops yeah, in order for himself no for Steve. to get out mm-hmm. scot-free. Yeah. Uh, Nikki comes to school to talk to Brandon, and uh, he's still upset about it. He calls her a groupie. Uh, she says by the time she got to the party, they had all been partying so hard that it was like not even like she was there. And she was drinking and ended up passing out on the floor. She drank so much. So it wasn't like she went and slept somewhere. It was just like she had a well, rough yes, party. Yeah. yeah. Like what she does she was, think passing out is? She was <laughs> like, it's not like I went and like hung out in his bed. It was like I was in the bathroom like barfing because I drank too much all night. Um, and Brandon, uh, Brandon is still upset. He's like, yeah, well, I became invisible as soon as the band showed up. And she says when she gets around Diesel, it's like he has this kind of otherworldly hold on her and, and that she's sorry. It's it's like a part of her life that's shown up or something. And, mm-hmm. and she's sorry and Brandon's like still upset about it, obviously, because that's not cool. Dylan is riding horses with uh, Anne to emotional music. And then they go and they sit down under a tree. And he he's starts asking her. Emotional horses to yeah. emotional music. He's asking her about her life and such, and uh, she says she got tossed at a boarding school for sleeping with the headmaster, oh, and then they nice. start making out, and uh, she asks him to stay at the ranch for a while and work Shadowcaster, and then because I hadn't written down Shadowcaster's name before, I put <laughs> brackets, a horse, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll pay him to be like a ranch hand, and he's like, maybe, and she's like, no pressure or strings attached. Oh. 
So, Nikki goes and apologizes to Donna about what happened at the music night. Uh, uh-huh. And Donna understands. And uh, then Diesel shows up in his car and tells Nikki that Waste Management has a record deal. And she's very excited uh, about this. And he invites Nikki to some celebration. And she can't because it's the middle of the school day. Uh, so she can't ditch school. And he's like uh-huh. really upset about it. He's like, I came straight after inking the deal, man. Like, this is important. And he tries to force her into the car. So he starts to get kind of violent with her. And then Brandon shows up. And Diesel's like, oh, what do you want, you chump or something? And, and Nikki says that she can handle it. And then she realizes that Diesel has been drinking all day. And is like, oh, shit. And then they kind of like tussle and she ends up getting in the car anyway and uh, he kind of forces her into the car and then scary rock music kind of plays off the scene as they drive away like this is pretty serious shit um drinking and driving yeah and so now brandon uh is talking to brenda and he's like this whole situation is a real uh regular elizabethan tragedy uh we're scorned by our lovers and turned away by our friends and brenda says at least we have each other Wait, what? Well. <laughs> uh, the, They're starting up that old storyline? Yeah. <laughs> so Kelly and Donna show up, uh, and it's weird with Brenda at school. And it's super weird. They're in the hallway together, and it's like, well, why didn't you come to the music thing, Brenda? And Brenda's like, I don't know, Kelly, I gotta go. And it's awkward. Uh-huh. Dylan and some ranchero dude are talking about how priceless Shadowcaster is to Anne. Uh, this is important for later. <laughs> Dylan has fixed his car now. Uh, I guess he got that part that he needs. So that's also going on. Uh, and now Steve wants friend. What's his name? Herbert. Herbert to take the rap for him. He's like, I am a senior. I've been here. I'm, I should be better than this. Like if it's me that takes the rap, they're going to expel me. But if it's you, they'll be like, you have the rest of your high school career to like be better. So we won't expel you now. I think Steve's so pretty Steve's st- trying to throw Herbert to the fucking yeah. Cops. yeah. What a dick! I know, and he's like uh, Herbert's like really upset, and he's like, "You're a fucking cheater! You're a liar! And how can you even stand being you?" Ooh. And leaves. So Steve's really yeah. getting. Uh, yeah. Steve's feel, a real piece of shit the this year. He's an <laughs> yeah. absolute piece of shit. Yeah. I'm Just wait to like for it. Herbert Redemption, more and maybe. More. Why yeah, don't we keep yeah. him around? Steve, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Dylan is now at this dinner party that uh, Anne has taken him to with, like, more ranch folk. <clears throat> and Dylan keeps turning down wine from Anne. And then there's this old guy there who wants to buy Shadowcaster, and she's like, I'd never sell him. And then he keeps, like, pushing her on it, and Dylan's like, don't sell it. That's like, you told me how much that means to you. And the guy's like, how about for one million three? And then Dylan's like, no, don't do that. Like, this is, like, irreplaceable horse. And then... <laughs> Uh, like like emotional emotions are tied to this horse, uh, and then it's super. He says like it's such an impressive horse or something, and then the old guy is like one million three or one million four, and then they, they barter, and then she finally says yes, and then he the old guy turns to Dylan, he's like, out here everything is for sale, kid, and it's like a real sleazy moment. Oh. Yeah, what does he mean? <laughs> At the Peach Pit, Donna freaks out on Brendan and Kelly about how they're making everyone's lives miserable. She basically drops some real motherfucking talk on them. She's like, she's like, Brenda, you uh, you need to work it out with Kelly. You're being, you know, a child. And Kelly, you should have fucking just talked to Brenda about this situation instead of doing it without asking her if it was okay or not with Dylan. Truth. You guys are both assholes and you're idiots. Boom, mic drop and takes off. Damn. 
and then Kelly is like, well, I'm out of here. And Brandon's like, well, fuck this, because like, I got to go. Nikki Zonth has been calling, and nobody knows where she is. And everybody's worried, because I just found out from Nikki Zonth that Diesel apparently beats up uh, on Nikki. And I got to go figure this shit out. Fucking metal guys, man. Yeah. yeah. Fucking key tourists. So Diesel... It's so, always the key tourists. <laughs> we cut to this like kind of band pad from the looks of it. Like, Nikki's in this room. It's like kind of band band pad looking thing diesel shows up with some other woman into the room with nikki and she's been waiting there for him apparently he went out for cigarettes and came back with another groupie (laughs) and he's like oh you can't expect me i'm in a band to be faithful i gotta be free but like you're special though and uh he's like i'm crazy about you but like you're on this possessive trip all of a sudden and she's like well fuck this i'm out of here and he starts grabbing her and he's like i can't be faithful to one woman and she calls him Dennis, which is apparently his real name. And yeah. that makes him very upset because he's like, it's going to ruin my image. And it, apparently this sets him off and he fucking hits her. Oh. It's going to ruin my image if people don't think my real name is Diesel, Diesel. Van or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I told you never to call that. And they kind of tussle. And then he like, he hits her really hard. And Brandon shows up and comes inside. And br- like right at that moment. And she, Nikki wants Brandon to take her home. And Diesel's like, you can't. And Brandon's like, yeah, well, we're leaving. And, and gets Nikki to the door. And then on the right before they leave, Brandon's like, hey, Diesel, do you uh, ever fight dudes or you just beat up on women all the time? And then Diesel's like, you want to fucking go? And they go at it. And Brandon punches him in the face fucking so hard, like knocks him down. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like grabbing his eye the whole time. Diesel, he's like, can't get up because it's like, like he punched him right in the face real hard. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty crazy. Way to turn your psychotic behavior uh, for yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was almost like a knockout. So back at the Walsh house, uh, Nikki's being consoled. She's drinking some tea. Brandon's taking care of her. She says Diesel is the main reason she left uh, She left her hometown. Is she from L.A.? No. Nikki? I, th- I, I couldn't remember. Yeah. She remember. left wherever she was from because of it, and she's like, when he's not drinking, he's fine, and then immediately is like, you know what? No, I'm making excuses. When he hits me, I make excuses. Uh, And she's like, I never thought I deserved any better until I met you, Brandon. And she also says she can't really talk to her family anymore, even though she's supposed to go home for Thanksgiving and kind of just lets all this out. And Brandon's like, well, you know what? Thanksgiving's next week, and I think you should go home and see your parents and fix everything up. And when you come back here to La La Land, he doesn't say that, but when you come back here, I'll be here for you. And she's like, really? He's like, yeah. And then there's a ring of the doorbell. <clears throat> they think it's uh, going to be Nikki's aunt, but it's not. It's Kelly. She goes and surprises Brenda by knocking on her bedroom door and opening the door. And they're, she's like kind of upset at first, but then they both try to apologize at the same time. Wah, wah, wah. They're like, uh, I'm sorry at the same time. Aww. And then they both apologize <clears throat> about how it was inconsiderate for Kelly not to ask first about they used to be so much closer. They used to always talk about this stuff and they've let a guy come between them. And that's so 50s of them and blah, blah, blah. What? <laughs> they say, like, it's so 50s, we let a guy come between us. Uh, nobody's done that for decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're in our 50s or something. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan takes off from the ranch. He's like, you didn't. Uh, you didn't win anything uh, in that in that like sale of your horse uh, yeah. to Anne. He's like, the last thing you need is more money, Anne. You need to sell that horse. I know you've got money. Uh, and he's like, I don't want to end up like you. You just like, re- I just had a big realization. Like, 
you know, back in L.A., I'm going to get my trust fund when I turn 21. But, you know, I left because there was too much pressure and there was too many people who expected things of me. But I realized without these strings out here with no strings, I'm not tied to anything. I might as well be dead inside like you. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Hey, guy, why don't you just go write your SATs? Yeah. 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 And also... um. The horse is hers to sell, yeah. whether she wants to or not. <laughs> but he saw everything out here for sale, man. He doesn't want any of it. No. What a dick hole. Wild horses won't write your SATs. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, they won't? <laughs> That's why I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the Peach Pit, I think. I didn't write this down. But I think the gang's back at the Peach Pit, and Kelly is there, and, and, and the whole gang, and Donna's like, uh, Kelly's like, Donna, you should be a group therapist. Bah, rah, rah, because you fixed this up. And then Steve comes up to David and hands him a list, and he's like, here you go. And David's like, what is this about, man? I'm, you're still not my manager. And he goes, here's a list of the top ten managers in L.A., and if you get a call from any of these guys, it's because I sent your demo tape to all of them this morning. And he's like, you deserve the best uh, manager that you can get. So I sent all these people your tape personally, and uh, David is thankful. And then <clears throat> Steve starts going on this like whole redemption thing about like revealing all the wrong he's done to everybody. And he's like... Uh, uh, he says to Kelly, like, you remember when I told you, like, I didn't tell that bro that you were great in bed or something? Like, I didn't gossip about you? Well, I actually did because I thought it would make me seem like a big man who, like, had, like, this great lay. But you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm really sorry for it and asks for forgiveness. He goes over to Brandon and he's like, I did, you know, I had the legacy key still. And <clears throat> if you never want to talk to me again, I understand. And he's basically going around to everybody making amends. Uh, by mm-hmm. revealing, like, all the lies and all the shit that he did. Right. And then he's like, oh, now I'm off to tell the teachers what I did with the legacy key. And he's like, <clears throat> you know what? Somebody says something about, like, you underrate yourself to Steve. And he's like, you guys all overrated me or something. And then he's like, if you excuse me, there's a story the Blaze is interested in. He goes and tells Andrea that he was keeping it from her about the legacy key. And then he goes to the teachers and admits it. They're all and then he goes back to Andre and goes, <laughs> I ran over you with my car. Yeah, I, oh, man. No, nothing with that there yet. Damn. They're all disappointed in him. And they, they say they're disappointed in Steve, and he's like, that makes two of us. And then she says, the like teacher says, well, we're going to have to interrogate you about how uh, you must not have done this alone. You don't know a megabyte from a mega burger. <laughs> Oh, so someone what? must have helped you with the computer stuff, is what she says. Yeah, and then before you mean she says that <coughs> after she makes that super super sweet sweet burger, burger. <laughs> uh, and she's like, if you give up this other guy, like whoever it is that helped you, you know, maybe we'll go easier and you won't be expelled. And he's like, it was a solo operation. Nice. And then he's a hundred percent expelled at the end of this episode. Fade to black. Oh, the end. Wow, that's the episode. Well, Golly. I'm proud of you, Steve. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all. Yeah. So pretty crazy. Pretty yeah. crazy. This season seems to be getting into the gears of leaving every episode on some kind of a like half story. Yeah, something's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better than season two. Yeah. Yep. But Kelly and Brenda patched up. Yep. Dylan potentially heading back to La La Land. Yeah. Nikki uh, fixing her stuff with her parents. Yeah, fixing her stuff with her parents, leaving uh, asshole Diesel. Yeah. And uh, fully in uh, Dennis. Dennis, the guitar player. Yeah, what a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so we'll see what happens after that. My voice is shot. Uh, Yeah. I'm hungry and tired. Yeah. I just noticed that Casey's socks look like a couch I used to have. Oh. 
Uh, well, I didn't want you to find out like this. So. <laughs> I stole your couch and made it into socks. They told me that couch went to live with Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I shot your couch <laughs> and turned it into socks. Uh, don't don't come out back, Greg. I'm yeah. just taking this couch back here. <laughs> it looked like that couch I had uh, when I lived with Gavin in the cold apartment. Uh, oh, I remember the cold apartment. Yeah. I don't remember. Hey, the... look, look at your socks. <laughs> no, I'm looking yeah, at my yeah. socks, and they're not reminding me Pretend of your... Pretend you're sitting on your socks, <laughs> and you're very cold. <laughs> well, I was doing that anyway. <laughs> but I'm sorry, Craig. My my feet don't bring to mind your oh, old furniture. Fair enough. <laughs> when did you have a uh, my socks for the listeners who are on the edge? Oh yeah, of their they, lo- they love this. Right uh, they love this reminiscing of uh, things they didn't know anything about. Yeah. Ever- <laughs> Welcome to socks and couches corner. Yeah. <laughs> my socks are. I think we should blue leave it now. Oh. Yeah. Oh, do you should left have left it. it to imagination. Well, you know oh, what? Maybe it's like that dress. If you look at it, one person looks at your socks as blue and white, but another one is black and gold. Yeah, oh. and then another person looks at it and it's a couch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop trying to sit on my foot. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? What's the deal with you sitting on my foot? Uh, what's the deal, everybody? Uh, yeah. The deal is that you go to modernsuperior.com right now for more podcasts. There's lots of stuff. A new Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death is up there with the Leah Miller about uh, Inside, which yeah. is a terrifying film. Yes. <clears throat> and you can also find other stuff on there as well. You can find us on Twitter at SYNWPC or facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Please go to modernsuperior.com and write your comments in the show page. Go to Facebook, uh, write your comments on the uh, episode pages and our news pages, uh, our news posts, which are often posted from Screen Rant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and go to Screen Rant uh, to find my writings on uh, the day's events of film and television. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the day is events. The day is events. <laughs> today I had a coffee. <laughs> I had several coffees today. I am yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. I'm out. flip out right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, until then, we will see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Goodbye, Internet. That's another podcast into the shit bag and yeah. launched yep. into space. Yep, that's another podcast graduated from banana school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's banana school. <laughs> That's a shirt for sure. Yeah. Banana and then a banana in the middle. Like the word banana, banana image in the middle, and then school on the other side. Right. Well, then that makes a banana banana school. Ah, uh, well, whatever. <laughs>
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.